it's time for Louisville City FC. It's full time! Louisville wins a second consecutive cup! Right here on ESPN Louisville. Six players in the wall for L.A. It's Niall McCabe. He goes for a goal and he scores! Niall McCabe around the wall. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our live broadcast of Louisville City FC right here on ESPN Louisville. I am Jeff Greer filling in tonight for Jeff Milby alongside Casey Whitfield. City is on the road again playing in its fifth game in 15 days. Four of those games have been on the road as City is trying to maintain its fight for the top overall spot in the entire USL Championship for the first time in the club's eight-year history. They are taking on the Pittsburgh Riverhounds tonight in the Steel City, a pairing of top four teams in the USL Championships Eastern Conference. Casey, this has been a bit of a slog. We were just joking how it feels like it's going to be an eternity between this game and the next one, and it's just a week (laughs) because of all the midweek games that have gone for Louisville City over the past couple weeks. Uh, but tonight's matchup is a big one for City. They have lost their two of their last three on the road with a third game being a draw. What has to change tonight in your mind on the road at Pittsburgh? I think it just comes down to the final third and the play in the final third. Just being a little bit sharper, being a little bit more aggressive in front of the goal and capitalizing on the chances. I think build-up-wise, it looks good. Their possession's been good. They're doing all this stuff off the ball offensively. But then when they get in the final third, it's just not sharp enough. There's a pass that's off. Their touch is wrong. It's those little bitty things they're adding up to missed opportunities, missed chances. And then defensively, it's just so many individual unforced errors that are leading to counterattacks, that are leading to perfect opportunities for the other team. And so it's not that they're getting beat. I don't think they're actually getting beat. They're making mistakes that's setting up really good attacking opportunities for the opponents. And so I think it just needs to be a little bit cleaner and then on, on both ends. And Louisville City really frustrated on, set on Wednesday night, excuse me, at FC Tulsa, dropping points late, giving up a goal off of a corner. Danny Cruz furious about that one. We've got plenty to get to here on the pregame show with Casey Whitfield. I'm Jeff Greer. We will take a break, and when we come back, we'll get into a nice addition back into the 18, a welcome face back with the team, as well as some conversation about what's coming up for Louisville City. All that and more right here on ESPN Louisville. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I'm a coroner. 
It can be a tough job. But you know what makes it even tougher? Seeing people senselessly die because they didn't bother to use their seatbelts. Or senselessly die because they got distracted by their phone. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Because by the time I see you, it's too late. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Jeff Greer and Casey Whitfield here with you, filling in for Jeff Milby tonight as Louisville City takes on the Pittsburgh Riverhounds up in the Steel City tonight. 7 o'clock kick just around the corner at Highmark Stadium on the... Uh, Station Square side of Pittsburgh should be a fun game between two top four teams in the Eastern Conference. And Casey, the 18s are out. We will get to the starting lineups in a couple of segments before kickoff. But good news for Louisville City first and foremost as Josh Winder, who is the sensational 17-year-old for Louisville City, has a bunch of European clubs, MLS clubs looking at him uh, for the future, is back at least on the bench. He's not ready to start yet, but that is great news for Louisville City just to have him available. Just to have him available and also to know that he's healed, he's recovered, he's ready to go. And I imagine that they're going to start trying to ease him back into games. I don't think it'll just be a throw him out there and let him play the full 90. I think they'll ease him back in, try to get his touches back and see if they can begin to build back a little bit of some flow, some rhythm with that back line, with him involved because he is such a talented player. And you got to imagine that that's going to be the plan between now and the start of the playoffs is to get him back in. So come playoff time, he's ready to go. Yeah. Speaking of playoffs, uh, Two guys who have been out. Cam Lancaster has been out for the majority of the season, so it almost feels like Louisville City has just completely learned how to play without him. We'll see if he's available for the playoffs uh, or at least late in the season. It has not been ruled out yet. Uh, but Niall McCabe is a guy who has been integral to this team over many years, the only guy who's been here from the start. But this year especially has been a big miss for Louisville City what do you think the the way to work around that is in the midfield? Because I know that has continued to be sort of a tinkering thing for Danny Cruz. Yeah, it's tough because I think Niall McCabe has made such a big impact. But he's got so many different players that he can rotate in there. The only issue is there's so many different players that play different styles. And so you have to rotate those players through to get the other players around them comfortable. But I think Paulo Del Piccolo has stepped up really nicely. He was starting quite a bit before the Niall McCabe just really took off. So now Paulo Del Piccolo has had to step in again and have to kind of take on that leadership role as he does so effortlessly. But I, I believe getting players like Elijah Winder, 
more minutes in there. He's on the bench as well. I'm excited to see him. And then even Carlos Mogel Jr. getting him some more minutes in them, getting those youth players some minutes, some comfortable playing together. So then if we get to the playoffs and Niall McCabe isn't available right away, we don't have to worry about it because these players have experience. These players are comfortable playing on the field, and the, the teammates know how to incorporate them within the lineup. Well, we will see how this uh, work c- continues for Louisville City. It's a group that should be very familiar with each other in that midfield three tonight for Louisville City. We'll take a break here on the pregame show. When we come back, we'll get into Casey's keys to the game as Louisville City takes on Pittsburgh at the top of the hour out in the Steel City. You're listening to Louisville City's pregame show right here on ESPN Louisville. Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota Camry. It's built in the USA. Camry's got style and innovation. It's America's best-selling car. The electrified Camry Hybrid has a driving range over 600 miles. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 52 MPG, Camry Hybrid could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. At UofL Health Urgent Care Plus, the plus makes all the difference. You get convenient, world-renowned care that's backed by a network of academic expertise. Less wait time, plus more advanced technology. Compassionate care, plus no appointment necessary. It all adds up to a smart choice for the best care close by. So don't put your health on hold. That's the power of you. Visit uoflhealth.org. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Back here getting ready for Louisville City's critical road game at Pittsburgh tonight. Jeff Greer and Casey Whitfield here with you. Casey, let's get to your keys to the game. All right, the first one is pretty simple. It's just put the ball in the back of the net. Plain and simple, we have to put the ball in the goal. We have to do a better job of capitalizing on the chances that we are getting and also getting more confident and comfortable in front of the goal. Next, limit unforced errors. I talked about it a little bit earlier. Too many times our own mistakes are what have led to our opponents getting goals or opportunities for our opponents. So we have to make sure that we're doing a better job of taking care of the ball and limiting the number of times that we're just turning it over or giving the ball away. And then finally, fight through adversity. 
We've had a tough spell of games with many of those being on the road. So we have to make sure that we're continuing to fight and play our game, even when things aren't going our way or things get challenging. Well, it is going to be a really fun matchup between these two teams. Earlier this season, Louisville City won 2-0. Wilson Harris and Enoch Musha Galusa scoring first-half goals back on April 30th. At that point, it was number one versus number two in the Eastern Conference. And this time, it is number one, Louisville City, against number four, Pittsburgh. Lots to play for for Pittsburgh. They are still fighting to at least host a game for the first round of the playoffs. And I know, Casey, you and I have talked over the years about how important it is for teams to at least get one chance to play at home in the playoffs. It does matter a lot. Louisville City still very much trying to win the points shield for the regular season to win the highest points total in the USL championship. They need a win tonight to keep pace with San Antonio FC, which plays later tonight, 8.30 for their kickoff. They are playing, I believe, San Diego Loyal, and they are one point ahead of Louisville City, the Western Conference leaders, San Antonio, that is. So we will take one more break, and when we come back, we will have the starting lineups, and that will lead us right into kickoff. Louisville City taking on Pittsburgh right here on ESPN Louisville. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not... <clears throat> And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LG&E, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football. He loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs. He puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in! Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Back here now, just moments away from kickoff. Jeff Greer and Casey Whitfield here with you tonight on ESPN Louisville as Lou City hits the road here for a critical match 
in its season here. The 29th game of a 34-game season, the fourth away game of the last five. All five of those games have been played in the last 15 days. It has been a jam-packed schedule for Luce City to catch up in terms of games played on 59 points. The first place, Boys in Purple taking on the fourth place, Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Tonight's starting lineups are presented by Craft House Pizza. Louisville City, of course, trying to continue its run as the first place team. As we said before the break, a 2 nothing winner in the first meeting between these two teams right in the Derby City back on April 30th. First, the starting lineup for hosting Pittsburgh, led by Coach Bob Lilly, the Riverhounds entering this match with 15 wins, 7 losses, and 6 draws on 51 points. They are expected to set up in a 4-4-2 formation tonight. Two changes from their last time out a win over Loudoun United. In goal tonight is Jamali Waite, the 23-year-old from Trinidad and Tobago. From left to right along that back line, it's the six foot five left back. Jelani Peters, you don't hear about that kind of size for an outside back very often. He is going to line up next to center backs Mikael Williams, the 31-year-old Trinidadian, and Arturo Osuna. Osuna Ordonez, excuse me, the 25-year-old Spaniard. And then out on the right-hand side is Angelo Kelly Rosales, the 29-year-old. From left to right in the midfield, it's the mainstay for the Riverhounds over the last couple of years. Robbie Mertz, four goals and eight assists. He's one of the creative engines for this team, along with Canardo Forbes, who has nine assists this season playing in that central midfield role. Daniel Griffin has started every game. He's only come off once all season, also starting in that central midfield role. And then Alexander Dixon, the 32-year-old with four goals and seven assists, will start out on that right-hand side. Up front for Pittsburgh, Russell Cicerone, the 27-year-old, 20, or excuse me, 12 goals, four assists so far this season for him. And Albert Dequa, the other attacking forward for Pittsburgh with nine goals, four assists for the 24-year-old. Now the starting lineup for Louisville City, coached by Danny Cruz, fresh off that 2-2 draw at FC Tulsa on Wednesday, expected to set up in that familiar 4-3-3, sometimes looks more like a 4-2-3-1 shape for Louisville City. They made five changes from Wednesday's starting lineup. Kyle Morton is in goal, his 24th start of the season. The 28-year-old has only allowed 15 goals thus far. He's got 11 clean sheets. Louisville City 14-3 and 4 when he is between the pipes for the boys in purple. From left to right, it's a familiar crew along that back line. Amadou Dia, the 29-year-old, makes his 23rd start of the season with a team-best seven assists. Wes Sharpie and Sean Tosh are your center backs. Tosh trying to extend his career-best eight goals run here, trying to reach double digits for his season. Manny Perez, the 23-year-old, sensational 23-year-old out on that right-hand side. The midfield three is going to be Tyler Gibson, the 30-year-old, alongside the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo, and Jorge Gonzalez, who are expecting to play more of that 10-roll, get forward a little bit more, will also start in the center of the midfield. The 23-year-old, three goals, two assists so far this season. The front three, a very talented grouping. Enoch Mushagalusa with a brace on Wednesday night. 
back in action again tonight. Nine goals, three assists for the 22-year-old. Out on the right-hand side at wide forward will be Brian Ownby. Eight goals, four assists so far this season for the 32-year-old who just seems to keep on getting better by the season. Then Wilson Harris will lead the front line for Louisville City. He did score, as we said earlier, along with Musa the last time these two teams met. The 22-year-old has 11 goals, three assists, and he is making his 19th start of the season. The referee for tonight is Melvin Rivas. The fourth official is Austin Saini. And the two assistant referees, Ethan Buge and Stephen Milhone at Highmark Stadium. Casey, we talked about it in the pregame before we came on air. This is a strong Louisville City lineup. They understand the matchup here very much to play for and it's clear from this selection that Danny Cruz wants to come out and put on a good performance 100% it's clear that they recognize it hasn't been the best spell of games for them and that they need to set the tone and they need to change kind of the story they've been telling recently and coming out with a strong solid lineup putting your best foot forward is exactly what they need to do going into this matchup seeing if they can really put Pittsburgh away and get a nice win here before they come home in front of the fans. It is a big opportunity for the boys in purple, although tonight a lot more white in their jerseys than anything else. It's the stripes that are purple and the white kits on the road with the white socks. Pittsburgh wearing their familiar blacks with the gold or yellow. Depends on who you talk to in Pittsburgh because uh, you can get into some arguments over yellow and gold and what it looks like. I'll call this yellow, though, the black and yellow for Pittsburgh in the hoops as they get ready to take on Louisville City at Highmark Stadium. Thanks so much for joining us here on ESPN Louisville. Jeff Greer and Casey Whitfield ready to guide you through the proceedings. A beautiful view of the Steel, the Steel City, the Three Rivers City, whatever you want to call it as Pittsburgh will start with the ball, and we are underway at Highmark Stadium, the 29th match of the season for Louisville City. Louisville City going right to left to start this game off. Pittsburgh going left to right. We know, Casey, that Pittsburgh, if nothing else, they're always hard to break down, always very defensively sound, and playing that 4-4-2, you would expect them to sit in a lower block and be difficult to break down. 100%. They're going to really pack it in defensively, especially after watching film on what has given Lou City some fits recently. Packing it in defensively is probably going to be their game plan and then waiting to get them on the counterattack. So Lou City has to figure out a way to break that down and see if they can get that defensive shape moving. And right away, Pittsburgh has an opportunity getting forward, and it required Wes Sharpie to come back and clean it up as Dequa had an opening, and Pittsburgh very early on, scaring Louisville City just a little bit as the ball over the top landed for Dequa, but he tried to settle it with his head and couldn't quite control it. It looked like that bounce was a little high as play is back underway on the near side right near the corner flag. Getting on it is Rosales. Whips in across. It was blocked by Morton, but he didn't hold on to it. It had to be chased away by Louisville City. An early spell of pressure here from Pittsburgh out on the left-hand side. Here come the Riverhounds again, trying to find a, a space to cross in. It is finally whipped in, but blocked away by Louisville City. Dequa again fires it in, and it's blocked away by Wes Sharpie for a throw on the far side right next to the corner flag. Casey Pittsburgh coming right out very much on the front foot. 
I'm say a nice spell of attack there for Pittsburgh. They're doing a good job of locking it into their offensive third of the field here and making it really difficult for Loose City to clear the ball out. And their Loose City just has to do a better job of clearing the ball and pushing their lines forwards to force Pittsburgh offsides. And it ended up being actually a corner. It just skipped past the flag as the ball is whipped in by Forbes. And finally, Wilson Harris is the one who clears it, but the whistle goes. It'll be a fifth third free kick coming up for Louisville City as it was Dequa who has whistled for the foul on the fight for the ball in the area. Kyle Morton will stand over it for Louisville City and restart to the right now. Sean Tosh, 25 yards from his own goal, gives it off to the far side right to Manny Perez. Perez immediately pestered by Cicerone, gives it back off to Tosh. Tosh trying to play the long ball, and Ownby is hustling over there. It required a header for a clearance by Mikel Williams out for a throw as Brian Ownby trots over to take it. And he's going to drop it off now to Manny Perez. Perez on the far side, a wonderful player coming over from the MLS for Louisville City and has been a real revelation on this team. He and Amadou Dia have been fantastic as the fullbacks as Wes Sharpie carries out to the left side and almost turned it over. Amadou Dia catching up to it, and actually it did. It ran over the byline on the near side of the touchline, and it'll be a throw coming up for Pittsburgh. Casey, an early show maybe of a little bit of some sloppiness. Well, and those are the unforced errors that I was talking about that they have to make sure that they limit because it just turns the ball over to Pittsburgh and allows them to be able to set up their attack and push numbers out of the back. Ball's popped up and ends up back with Louisville City right near midfield, but collected again on the near side by Alexander Dixon. And the throw is going to come after a deflection. This will be Angelo Kelly Rosales. 76 degrees in Pittsburgh. As the game at Highmark Stadium taking place just down uh, a little bit from Heinz Field, or I guess it's Acrisure Field now, formerly Heinz Field, where Pittsburgh is taking on the Tennessee Volunteers in a top 25 college football game, my alma mater. So I'm paying close attention to it, Casey, <laughs> while also following the Louisville City match well, into the fifth a, minute. There's another match that we're keeping a close eye yes. on, too, as well. Racing has kicked off against North Carolina. And already... Katie Lund having to make an early save in that one. That is quite the matchup, too. Down Pouring the down rain there, Raleigh too, area. so it's making an even, for an even more interesting matchup. Gross. Emily Fox out in that game, had picked up a concussion while she was with the national team as Louisville City trying to probe down the left side. It's cleared away by Rosales and the Dequa hustling in front of Sharpie, almost able to break loose right near midfield. If he had kept that header in bounds, he was able to get around Sharpie as Sharpie lunged for the ball, but it ran long for a throw. It's now with Wilson Harris. Harris had to chest it down. It was a little high, gave it away, but it ends up back with him. 35 yards from goal, trying to play it into Del Piccolo, and it's taken away by Pittsburgh, and then it's offside on the right side as Dequa trying to spring loose, and the ball was just a tad late, and he was caught offside by Sharpie. Nice high line from Louisville City. Tyler Gibson now in possession, and the referee has stopped play for a second. Melvin Rivas telling Louisville City to retake the fifth-third free kick, and that is what they will do as West Sharpie lining up to find somebody. 
Well, Dequa has been really good for the Riverhounds so far. He's just kind of been off by a touch or so, and I imagine that he'll be able to clean that up a little bit. So Lou City has to make sure they're constantly aware of where he is. And Dequa again wins a header, and it ends up with Robbie Mertz. Mertz trying to curl a long ball into the path of Ciceroni. It was headed by Perez. It ends up back with Ciceroni. Forbes with a drive, but he didn't quite get enough behind it at the edge of the area for Pittsburgh, and... Little City clears it away, but a great ball in to the feet of Ciceroni and an opportunity on the counter for the Riverhounds. Well, they're transitioning really quickly, and that's what's allowing them to get in behind and get in a numbers-up situation. It's those fast transitions that's putting Louisville City on their heels a little bit. Louisville City trying to get on the front foot here. Brian Ownby near midfield, tracking back towards his own goal, gives it off to Manny Perez. Perez in possession for Louisville City down near the corner flag. Gives it back to Ownby. Ownby's about 20 yards into the defensive half for Louisville City. He tries to pass along the line to Del Piccolo. It was blocked away by Pittsburgh. And then Manny Perez hassled into just booting it out for a throw. And it will be Russell Ciceroni on the ball for Pittsburgh. The Riverhounds trying to play at pace here in this first half. Getting very frustrated when things slow down. And Louisville City is able to block away the throw. Wilson Harris wins the foul near midfield as Canardo Forbes came back and knocked him down. Forbes wearing the captain's armband. Standing on the ball, Tyler Gibson trying to restart. And now they're arguing with each other. Gibson and Forbes with Tosh there. The referee Melvin Rivas separating the two. And then Tosh... Tried to restart while the referee was still talking. Casey, uh, just a little bit of a, some chippiness here with the referee and with each other to start this thing off in the eighth minute. Well, honestly, I think some of the Pittsburgh players are fortunate to not get a yellow card for for obstructing a restart there because that is in the laws of the game. You cannot do that. And I think the referee just giving a nice warning there, telling them that this is going to be – you cannot do that. You cannot try to obstruct the, the restart of the game. And handling it well, because you don't really want to give a yellow card at eight minutes in, but are things already getting chippy? Well, you would expect it with these two teams and very much a possible matchup in the postseason between them as Louisville City right now on pace to get a bye in the 17 USL Championship playoffs. And Pittsburgh right now at least on course to host a first-round game. If the standings stayed exactly the same into the playoffs, Pittsburgh would play the 4-5 game, and the winner of that, Casey, would actually play Louisville City in the semifinals of the playoffs. So this could be a preview of that, and Pittsburgh in possession here in the ninth minute, still scoreless, trying to take it to Louisville City early on. Forbes trying to whip it out to the far side. He had Alex Dixon into the area but it was knotted away by dia there was a flag up though i believe dixon was offside and kyle morton will restart here through a fifth third free kick and pittsburgh's just trying to push the line a little bit too much and that's so that's gonna be really difficult to do especially against a team like Lou city who is so solid in holding a high line a high offsides line they they're really good at their offsides trap but pittsburgh looking like the team a little bit more aggressive in that final third on their attacking Sharpie trying to play it down the far left touchline. It ended up with Musha Galusa knocked down. And Louisville City just retaining possession, recycling back through the center backs. Tosh into Brian Ownby now out on the far right side to Manny Perez. Heavy, quick press in 
or from uh, Pittsburgh as Louisville City's in possession. They are pushing everywhere here trying to harass Louisville City. Sean Tosh crossing midfield again, trying to switch it out to the left side. It was cut off by Rosales and knocked all the way back to the goalkeeper, Wait. Uh, that could have almost been a pass back there. It looked like an intentional pass back from the Pittsburgh defender. I guess the referee is ruling that it was a deflection, but that's what some of the Lou City players were arguing about. Well, we have some bad news for folks watching Louisville City and wondering what's happening with racing. Racing now trails one nothing in the early stages of that game. North Carolina scoring early on through Dabinia, I believe, as Louisville City in possession. This is Enoch Mushigalusa trying to play it through to Jorge Gonzalez, but it was blocked away about 30 yards from goal. Here comes Pittsburgh. Robbie Mertz crossing midfield with the ball at his feet, met by Paolo Del Piccolo, tries to get it back on his right, plays it all the way back to the center backs. The center backs passing between them. This is Ordonez. Ordonez working with Williams. Pushed back a little bit by Wilson Harris. Now switched out to the left. It's Mertz. Mertz about 30 yards from goal. Trying to get it onto his right foot and play a cross in. Louisville City cuts him off. Gives it off to Forbes. Forbes switching back out to the right-hand side now. This is Kelly Rosales. Rosales all the way back to his center backs again. Pittsburgh just happy to be in possession here. See if they can move Louisville City around. The 11th minute. Between these two teams, still scoreless Louisville City and Pittsburgh. Back switched out to the left side again. Mertz trying to track it down. He's met by Manny Perez on the edge of the area. Trying to get to that end line. Whips across in. It doesn't touch anyone and skips all the way through the area. They had two runners, including Dixon, arriving late on the far post, but nobody got anything on it. A really good, dangerous cross. That was a nice low-driven ball to where all it was going to take was a deflection to go in. But Pittsburgh's doing a very good job of changing the point of the attack. They're playing really good cross-field passes that's forcing Lucidi to have to move quite a bit back and forth, and that's opening up gaps and channels within the back line. And a foul on the near side as Enoch Mushagalusa, a little too handsy right in front of the referee. It's going to be a free-kick opportunity for Canardo Forbes. Forbes very dangerous on set pieces, nine assists this season. He's about 30 yards or so from goal. It's a tight angle. It's from Kyle Morton's left-hand side, and Forbes looking at his options here. Louisville City lined up defensively just inside the 18. They've got six options ahead for Pittsburgh, a right-footed delivery from Forbes, playing it high in back line, looking for his left back, and it's headed down and almost in for Pittsburgh. He was looking for Jelani Peters on the far side, and the 6-5 left back played it back across to his teammate Ordonez, and Ordonez's header just fizzed by the far post. It was a really nice set piece. They played it to that back post, just a little bit too much of a looping ball there to come back across. And so Ardonez couldn't get enough power on it to get it on frame, but a nicely taken set piece in Lucidi. Just a little bit loose on their marks there. They have to be tighter and not allow them to have that many free looks with the ball. Louisville City early on has very much felt like the team on the back foot here as Pittsburgh is certainly pushing to get that opening goal. On the far side now, Dequa in midfield gives it off to Forbes. Forbes out to the right side looking for Dixon. Amadou Dia does well to just get a forehead on it and skim it up and over Dixon. Enoch Mushigalusa comes back, thought that he had won the ball in a throw, but the referee on the near side, the assistant 
saying that it was out on Mushigalusa. So a throw coming just about in line with the edge of the area at the top of the 18. Cross come in from Kelly Rosales, cleared away by Louisville City all the way to midfield. Tracking all the way back is Williams. Williams about 30 yards in front of his own goal, 35 yards or so. Happy to just wait to see which teammates are available. Shifts it out down that right touch line. Was looking for his right back. It was knotted down. Instead, it ends up with Dequa. And Dequa trying to play in Robbie Mertz. Put it too heavy for him. Put his hand on hand in his head as he tries to loop it in again. It ends up with Mertz. And Mertz at the penalty spot was saved immediately by Morton. But the referee's hand was already up. And it's going to be a fifth, third free kick coming for Louisville City just on the edge of the area. And even though it was offsides, what a play, though, from Kyle Morton. He comes out, makes himself big, and makes that shot for Mertz extremely difficult. I'm pretty sure he takes the ball to the face, too, just to top it all off. But great goalkeeping from Kyle Morton there. Yeah, Morton just huge coming off his line, listed at 6'4". And he's got those long arms as a foul is won off the replay. And a yellow card is going to be given to Wes Sharpie as Sharpie brings down Dequa just on the edge of the area. Dangerous free kick coming for Pittsburgh as that yellow card is brought to you by World of Beer. They're going to be about 25 yards or so from goal here for Canardo Forbes. It's a really dangerous opportunity here for Pittsburgh I imagine it being more of a whipped in ball than a like lofted ball but it's a great great distance from goal to be able to set up an opportunity perfectly especially when you've got so many tall targets inside the box Lou City has to make sure that they're aware of their marks and they're staying strong and that they win either the first ball or the second ball it is still Mertz and Forbes over it. Now it's going to be Mertz with a right-footed delivery. It's a one-man wall for Louisville City. It's just off the edge of the 18 to Kyle Morton's left. He's got a number of options, especially on that far side, but he plays it in near post to Dequa. Dequa got ahead on it, but he couldn't quite deflect it to Jelani Peters. It was cleared away by Brian Ownby out on the other side of the area, headed back all the way to the goalkeeper. Wait, nicely done there from Kelly Rosales. In the 16th minute here, Pittsburgh and Louisville City right here on ESPN Louisville. The game is scoreless so far. Jeff Greer, Casey Whitfield here with you. And Pittsburgh, Casey, through the first quarter of an hour in this game, has very much been on the front foot. Well, Pittsburgh has definitely looked like the team more likely to score so far, but you would expect that with them playing at home. Lou City just has to ride the wave and keep doing the little things correct because their chances will come. Here comes Louisville City on the counter. Trying to carry it from right to left is Brian Ownby, and he is dragged down by Jelani Peters, 30 yards from goal, and the referee has called the foul on Ownby. And Casey, I'm guessing the referee saw Ownby's arm over Peters as Peters looked like he was nudging him too and has awarded the foul to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm not sure if I agree with that one. It looked like Peters had an initial tug there, but then Brian Ownby kind of went over top and pulled him down. And so it was a second contact there that he called coming out. Not really sure if I agree with that decision. I think you need to go with the first foul there, and that was against Peters. 17th minute, and a foul now called on Dequa after the restart. 
as he pulls down Amadou Dia on the near side, and Louisville City in possession in front of its own goal, 30 yards or so from Kyle Morton's frame. It's Morton and Sharpie who are passing between them right now. Sharpie carrying it forward, the left-sided center back, almost has his pass to Morton, picked off by Dequa. A dangerous moment here as Louisville City trying to pass out of this Pittsburgh press. They finally get the pass that gets them some space. It's Dia. Now Dia trying to switch it out to the right side. It's to Ownby and good defending there from Mikael Williams just to nod the ball back to his goalkeeper and collected by weight there. 18th minute still scoreless. This pressure from Pittsburgh is proving to be extremely difficult for Lou City. Lou City, yes, they want to build out of the back, and in order to do that, they have to have more movement in the middle of the field. The three midfielders are not moving enough to create options and passing angles for the back line to be able to break them down. And Louisville City still having to find just that extra little bit of something here to get more into this game as that throw in knocked down by Pittsburgh and collected now by Louisville City on the near side right in front of Danny Cruz. Cruz very frustrated with his team's performance on Wednesday, said the opening half hour was the worst they have played all season. They gave up an early goal to Tulsa. And then they fought back to take a 2-1 lead. And then, as Danny Cruz said, they just switched off in the final five minutes and gave up a goal off a corner to drop from three to one point in that game. And he was so frustrated, Casey, after that one. And you understand why. I think he has every right to be frustrated after that game. I mean, you go on the road, you give up a goal early on. It's not a goal that you should concede whatsoever. And then to be able to fight your way back and you're on, you come against all this adversity and you come back in and you're up 2-1 to then switch off in the 85th minute or something like that to go to tie, it's, it's really disappointing. Long ball played forward for Musha Galusa off. Sean Tosha's foot, but it was cut out last second. It had to be by Kelly Rosales on the edge of the area. Pittsburgh still with it down the far touch line. It finally ends up with Brian Ownby, 35 yards from goal, but Conardo Forbes steps in and boots it out near midfield. Tyler Gibson nodding it back on. A little bit of pinball here between these two teams. Knocked down was Mertz, but it finally ends up in Pittsburgh's possession, trying to play in Dequa, but cut off nicely by Manny Perez, who tracked back good defending from the Louisville City fullback. Out on the left-hand side now, Musha Galusa met by Kelly Rosales. Right-footed ball forward into the path of it is Jorge Gonzalez from the edge of the area. His shot was blocked. It's with Ownby. He fires a shot, and that's also blocked as both Gonzalez and Ownby having pops from about 20 yards out for the first real opportunity for Pittsburgh, but the Riverhounds more than up to the challenge. In much better buildup out of the back. It's a nice ball through from Mushigalusa. I think Jorge Gonzalez does a really good job of settling it, but I think he tries to force a shot a little bit too soon. He's got two defenders in front of him. Maybe see if he can find Wilson Harris or maybe move the ball around a little bit more. But it's much better from Lucity, but incredible defending from Pittsburgh. Ordonez was able to actually block both shots. We're going to get a substitution here. And it's a very early one in the 21st minute. Josh Winder is ready to come on for Louisville City. The substitution brought to you by MHS Global Above and Beyond. He's going to replace Wes Sharpie. And Sharpie, Casey, a little bit ago, we saw him. The camera turned to him, and he was just kind of holding his groin, looking like maybe there might be an issue with a muscle there as he is going to walk off with the training staff and Sharpie 
off Winder on. So this is a big moment for Louisville City to get Winder back on, but also uh, concerning to see one of their key players in West Sharpie hurt. Yeah, it is definitely concerning to see West Sharpie go down injured, especially with groin injuries. Those can be so unpredictable with how long it takes to come back. And also a little nerve-wracking for Winder. I mean, we talked about how he might want to ease him into the game, maybe not have him play a whole game. He's going to end up playing about 70 minutes at least this match, and so that's quite a bit of minutes for him coming back right from injury, and so a big test for Winder. Early substitution for Louisville City here, and Ian Solaire is also available on the bench as another center back, but Louisville City going with the 17-year-old Winder, and right off the bat he's going to get a chance here at his first touch on a pass from Kyle Morton. They're about 35 yards in front of Louisville City's goal out to the left side. Amadou Dia trying to take some space, chased by Dixon, giving it off to Mushigalusa. Mushigalusa pestered by Kelly Rosales, trying to turn on him, Mushigalusa, but Griffin coming over to pester him too. And then Mushigalusa knocked down with a little extra something from Kelly Rosales. Dia talking to him as well. And the referee is going to have a conversation with Kelly Rosales as he brought down Musha Galusa with a little shove there in the 22nd minute, now into the 23rd, and a fifth third free kick coming up for Louisville City. Yeah, a little bit of a cheap shot there. Musha Galusa had already gotten rid of the ball, and then Kelly just pushes him over for no apparent reason whatsoever, but it gives Louisville City a chance to set up their offense a little bit, see if they can push some numbers forward, and see if they can get a little bit better spell of possession moving forward. Louisville City... With the ball right near its defensive penalty spot, Kyle Morton trying to play it long. Header is won on the near side by Jelani Peters. Still a little bit of header pinball right near midfield. Paolo Del Piccolo knocks it down. It ends up with Pittsburgh. Dixon, good pass out to Mertz. Mertz now with Cicerone. Cicerone on the far touchline, met by Winder. Winder poking it away. Still with or excuse me, still with Pittsburgh. Or excuse me, that was Manny Perez who knocked it away. Pittsburgh in possession. Forbes off to Griffin. Griffin met by some resistance, has to give it back to Peters. And now Pittsburgh will recycle possession through its center backs as we enter the 24th minute. Louisville City and Pittsburgh knotted up at nothing apiece here in the early stages of this Eastern Conference battle between two playoff-bound teams. They have both already clinched a playoff spot for the 2022 USL Championship playoffs. Louisville City in possession on the far side through Manny Perez. Now Ownby trying to find his way through traffic. Had it taken away. Now Pittsburgh with it. They've given it away. Now Wilson Harris. There's a channel down the right side for Ownby. 20 yards from goal. Tried a low cross in. He had Mushigalusa arriving near the penalty spot, but it was blocked away by Pittsburgh. And now Pittsburgh trying to break gives it away. And Louisville City can slow down in possession. I think Brian Ombi there, he had the right idea to try to release Mushigalus in the middle, but I would like to see Brian Ombi take the player on. He has so much speed and skill. Why not see if he can take the player on and get in line and then see if you can find Mushigalusa? It's also going to give your teammates a little bit more time to get up in the attack and support you. 25th minute now. Pittsburgh in possession as the goalkeeper, Jamali Waite, excuse me, the 23-year-old, has it on the edge of the area wearing his light blue kit. He tries to drive it forward to Griffin. Griffin does well to poke it up and over the defender, but Josh Winder is fouled trying to jump for the ball, jostling with Albert Dequa. And Louisville City will restart a fifth third free kick. It's Sean Tosh. Tosh having a fantastic goal-scoring year. He made the league best 11 last season, and people were kind of honestly 
thinking that he's been playing better than he did last year with the goal scoring, but also as a defender, he conceded a couple penalties last year. He's been much more consistent this year. I would agree with that. I I think he had a pretty good year last year. I don't think it was great or I don't think it was awful. I thought it was a good year, but comparing this year to last year, I feel like he looks like a completely different player out there. He's a lot more confident on the ball. He's more confident in his defending. And, I mean, look at how many goals he's been able to score. He's got eight so far this season. He told us a couple days ago he's looking for 10. Of course, already a career high. I like the goal. I like it. (laughs) Ball's played to the far side. It's Amadou Dio whipping it to the far post, tracking it down was Wilson Harris, and it was a bang-bang play. A great ball from Tosh, skipping the lines out to the left side, and then Dio, one-time cross into the area. Wilson Harris on the far post, a one-time shot, and it required a quick save from weight on the near post as Louisville City finally starting to grow into this game, winning a corner kick on the far side. It will be a chance for Louisville City to try a Wi-Fi corner kick here, and I would believe that it'll be Del Piccolo plays it near post, header won by Peters. It's knocked down to Ownby. Ownby goes sliding in, high boot, and the referee is going to come talk to him. He fouled a Pittsburgh player on the edge of the area, and the whistle immediately went. We'll see if there's any discipline here, Casey, but that was a dangerous challenge. Yeah, definitely a late challenge there, and I think the ref is handling it nicely. You just pull him aside, you have a conversation, you say, we don't want any more of that, because I don't think there was any malicious intent to that, but it is a late challenge. It is a slide tackle. I thought you can't do that. Melvin Rivas having to deal with a game that has already felt cagey like a playoff game, what you would expect between two of the best teams in the USL championship as the restart down the left side looking for Mertz was knocked away by Louisville City defender Manny Perez. It's all the way back now with Peters. Peters on the far side. The 28-year-old tries to get it into Dequa and a critical interception there from Josh Winder. It's knocked down by Peters near midfield. Peters still with it trying to get it to Mertz. Mertz cut off and then Peters goes sliding in to retain possession. Dequa giving chase to it on the edge of the area but he's been ruled offside a fifth third free kick coming for Louisville City and Dequa again just trying to push the limits there just a little bit but Louisville City is so good at that offsides trap but Dequa is going to continue to apply pressure he has been very good for Pittsburgh and he's been kind of their target and involved in every single attack Tosh, the right-sided center back, switches it out to Dia. Dia trying to volley it into the path of Musha Galusa. Does well to recover it after it's deflected. It's into the area. Wilson Harris at the penalty spot trying to get to it first. And he collides with Waite who came off his line. A 50-50 opportunity. And Harris is down and so is Waite as Harris tried to sneak a foot in. Waite just barely beat him to it. And the Pittsburgh goalkeeper is down as the foul is called on Wilson Harris. And Casey, that's one of those 50-50 plays that's always tough. Yeah, and as a player, you have to go for it. And as a goalkeeper, you have to go for it. Because if, if you don't, then the ball's going to roll in your favor. And so both players going in strong. Again, I don't think Wilson Harris meant anything by it. It's really good combination play, though, by Loose City to be able to break that through. Hopefully both players will be able to get up and won't have any injuries or they won't be forced to make any more changes. Uh, we see Waite still receiving some attention. He has been a key member of this Pittsburgh squad this season, the young goalkeeper, 
and you don't want anybody getting hurt in any way, shape, or form in these games. Especially as you get so close to playoffs and that's what they've been building for this entire season. It's been such a long season to then get to the very you know, end of it, the last few matches, and go out with an injury. It's dream-crushing almost. Jamali Waite, 15, now 16 appearances this season. Six clean sheets. He's working on another one right now, although it's still very early. It does look like it might be more a lip than anything else. Just contact on the 50-50 ball as the goalkeeper came off his line to the penalty spot. Well, a reset here for you. We are at the half-hour mark, just into the 30th minute. Jeff Greer, Casey Whitfield here with you. Louisville City on the road tonight, taking on the Pittsburgh Riverhounds at Highmark Stadium in the Steel City, right at the confluence of the three rivers in Pittsburgh, the Monongahela, the Allegheny, and the Ohio Rivers. And the goalkeeper for Pittsburgh is down currently and looks to be okay as Jamali Waite and Wilson Harris came together right near the penalty spot for Pittsburgh. And Waite took the brunt of it. It's scoreless between Louisville City and Pittsburgh. And we are just about ready to resume action as Waite restarts. With a long ball, header won by Winder, knocked down into the path of Cicerone, but Manny Perez was there first to collect it and boot it long. Header won on the second time by Ordonez. Still header pinball action between these two teams. Finally knotted down to Sean Tosh. Tosh trying to find his options, shifting it out to the right side. I think he thought there was going to be a runner there between Ownby or Harris. Neither ran for it, and Mikael Williams chased it down. And now Pittsburgh and their center back, Williams, thinking that he had a runner, and he plays it long to the edge of the area for Kyle Morton. Still in possession, Louisville City. It's Josh Wine. Back in action tonight for Louisville City. A great sign for the team that has been wondering when he would return. Dealing with an ankle issue. And it's great to see him back out there with that familiar number 66. Knockdown in possession now. Pittsburgh right in the midfield circle. Quick moving possession to Cicerone out to the left side to Peters. Peters right at the midfield line. Gives it off to Forbes. Forbes working well with Cicerone. This is crisp stuff from Pittsburgh, but they're not making any progress as they have the ball still at midfield, trying to play it long for Cicerone. Cicerone and Mertz working together. Now on the far side, right along the touchline, it's Cicerone off to Peters. Peters working with it, trying to see what he's got all the way back to Williams. Now Peters again out on the far side. 32nd minute here, a spell of possession from Pittsburgh as they see if they can break Louisville City down in any way, shape, or form. Having a hard time doing it. Finally ends up at the feet of Mertz, Appeals for an offside flag are unheeded. Back to Mertz. Fires in. It was Griffin, and he sent that shot to the moon. He was open at the edge of the area, and he just got everything behind it and sent it into the river. And it's going to be a little frustrating for Pittsburgh because it was such a good spell of possession here. They were so patient the whole time, moving the ball around, forcing Lucidity to have to adjust to them and then just to play the ball back for a one-time shot to sky the way that it did you got to feel some frustration from your teammates there after you completely shank the shot. It ends up with Albert Dequa. Dequa appealing for the foul from Winder is not going to get that call as Louisville City boots it long, and it's going to be a goal kick coming up for Pittsburgh as we enter the 33rd minute, still scoreless between these two teams, Pittsburgh and Louisville City. It feels like this game has had a lot of action for only 30 minutes. It's been a relatively quiet game thus far 
say yeah. it feels like it's been a very, very long 30 minutes because there's been a lot that's happened, but then not a whole lot of opportunities or chances for either team. Louisville City trying to get it forward. It's knocked down by Ordonez. Now Dequa giving chase to Josh Winder, but Winder wins out on the ball that ran long towards Kyle Morton. Morton boots it clear after the pass back. Now it's not back into Louisville City's possession, but then foul committed from Paolo Del Piccolo. I don't think Paolo has ever committed a foul in his mind, but that time specifically very frustrated as he knocked down Kelly Rosales and is arguing that Kelly Rosales went down a little too easy. Yeah, and he always claims he's best friends with the referees and that the refs love him, but this conversation that we're seeing between them doesn't really look super friendly. The ref does not seem very pleased with Paulo, but regardless, it's a little bit too much pressure from Paulo to Piglo. just has to be a little bit smarter there to make sure that he's not ruining opportunities going forward for his team. Melvin Rivas and Paulo Del Piccolo having a spirited but intellectual conversation. Paulo telling us that every referee in the USL championship adores him last year. That's what he insisted. He said, we were always very respectful, always have good conversations. And then when uh, other people in the Louisville city organization were told of that answer, they thought that was the funniest thing that they had ever heard. 34th minute here foul this time on Kelly Rosales as they're jostling for a header. It's a fifth, third free kick. Tyler Gibson and Amadou Dia talking things over. It's a, a heated game so far as Mushigalusa jumping onto the back of Griffin, and Griffin was the one who got whistled for it. Josh Winder will take this free kick right near midfield, trying to play it into the area. Header one by Peters. It ends up back with Paolo Del Piccolo. He tries across into the area, deflected by Ownby. Ownby still with it. He had a chance as Harris tried to lay it back to Ownby for a shot, but Pittsburgh last-ditch defending. Then Winder fouling Dequa. Dequa arguing that he wants a yellow card in the obstruction call there but he's not going to get anything other than just a free kick yeah and it's a smart play by josh winder he recognizes that they're in a numbers down situation and so he just kind of almost shields dequa from running in almost like a screen play there to give his team enough time knows it's going to be a foul and then drops back in but this game the ref definitely has to make sure that he keeps control of this match because if it's this physical and this cagey 35 minutes in, you can only imagine what it's going to be like if there was if it stays 0-0 and they're about 70 minutes in. And Pittsburgh in possession in the midfield circle. 36th minute, now shifted out to the right side. Kelly Rosales in a race with Amadou Dia to the ball. Dia wins it and does well. Musha Galusa right near midfield. A chance possibly to break for Louisville City, but he's cut off well by Griffin. And then the ball gets caught up in his feet. And the ball ends up with Pittsburgh near midfield. Brian Ownby does well to come back and take it for Louisville City. Down on the far right side, it's Manny Perez overlapping run from Brian Ownby, but Perez ignores it, trying to dribble. He goes down. No call. Melvin Rivas says play on. Ends up with Gibson. Gibson into the area. Wilson Harris couldn't quite corral it. And it's going to run long to wait. Yeah, and Gibson just a little upset that he didn't get the, or I'm sorry, Manny Perez, a little bit upset that he didn't get a call, but a good ball through by Gibson to find Wilson Harris. Just Wilson Harris couldn't get on the end of it. And that's where it comes down to being a little bit sharper. That's what I talked about, being sharper in the final third, making sure that they're connecting with their passes and being able to be more successful with it because they do all the hard work to get there and then it just kind of rolls to the keeper. A little pinball action near midfield as Forbes just tries to send it long, and it's collected by 
Morton, 37th minute now. Louisville City in possession in its defensive half. The boys in purple trying to find a way through against Pittsburgh after beating them earlier this season 2-0 in the end of April in Louisville. Played out on the far side, and Mushigalusa was offside. It's going to be a free kick coming for the Riverhounds. As Bob Lilly's team will restart here, 37th minute scoreless. Down to Robbie Mertz on the far side left. Mertz has somebody ahead to the left side at Ciceroni, but he opts to go back to Forbes. Forbes wearing the captain's armband, shifts it out to Ordonez. Ordonez, plenty of time, plenty of space, shifts it back out to the left side looking for Mertz. Mertz has to get a good touch on it, and instead it runs long. And again, looking to change that point of attack. Pittsburgh's been looking for that long cross-cutting ball this entire game. It was much better de dealt with there by Manny Perez. But Pittsburgh's looking to switch the point of attack like that. So they're moving loose City, and they're able to break down several lines of pressure with that big ball. Down on the right side now, this is Kelly Rosales trying to play into the area. It's Dixon. Dixon on the edge of the area, 20 yards out. Whips the ball in back post, header one by Perez. But Perez goes down. He was jostling with Mertz, and it's going to run out for a corner. Excuse me, it was Ciceroni, and they may have bumped heads here because Perez is still down, and the referee is coming over to check on him. Yeah, and that's not. It looks like Ciceroni headed the back of Manny Perez's head, and that's not going to feel good from either party. And you just got to hope that Manny Perez is okay there, and it's not a concussion or anything along those lines because. That, I mean, I know from experiences, aren't the best to deal with. So hopefully Manny Perez is okay. They're going to get him checked out. If he does have to sub out, it will not use one of their substitutions. It will not use a window. They will be a concussion substitution for that. But I also think Ciceroni needs to be checked out too as well. Louisville City already losing one player today as Wes Sharpie came out. And it looked to be a groin muscle issue of some kind as Louisville City swapping in Josh Winder for Wes Sharpie. The option for right back they do have Ian Soler there but Oscar Jimenez is the player warming up for Louisville City so an opportunity perhaps for him if uh, Manny Perez has to come out but we shall see here still receiving attention in the 39th minute Casey we kind of talked about it at the half hour mark when the goalkeeper for Pittsburgh was down Jamali Waite and now Manny Perez is down 10 minutes later just your thoughts on the first half proceedings and how things have gone. It's been an interesting first half, really back and forth. I think both teams have had spells where they have looked really good and also spells where they have looked really bad, too. I don't think either team has really come away with a clear opportunity to where I think, yes, they definitely should be up because of this chance. But I think both teams still trying to feel each other out. They both are very good defensively, not only with their defensive pressure, but in their defensive shape, which makes it difficult for them to break each other down. And so it's going to come down to, I think, somebody making a mistake or somebody trying to do the spectacular and figure out a way to combine to break down those back lines. Well, it will be a corner when play resumes here in the 40th minute as Conardo Forbes, the captain, for the Riverhounds, lines up to take this corner. He's finally ready as Perez is up, 
Plays the ball in back post. Peters was there, and it skipped up and over his head, and Ownby just able to kind of get his back on it, if nothing else. It ends up to Dixon. Dixon cross back in. Back post. Forbes snuck in. His appeal here from Pittsburgh for a penalty, unheeded by the referee, Rivas, as Louisville City clears it away, but a couple moments of panic for Louisville City. Some really good services in the box from Pittsburgh and some good targets that they have there on the end, too. Just unfortunate they couldn't get on it. Arguing for a penalty here, I I don't think there is a penalty. I don't think it's enough contact. I think the Pittsburgh attacking player definitely made the most of that contact. So I think it's a good no call by the referee. It ended up it was Mikel Williams, the center back, who had stayed forward on the corner and stayed back in for the recycled cross in who was the player who went down. No call for a very busy in the first half, Melvin Rivas, as Louisville City trying to win back possession here. And it is through the midfield now through Mertz. Mertz out to the left-hand side with a runner ahead of him at Cicerone, but a good sliding challenge from Manny Perez knocks it out for a throw. And on the far side, it'll be Cicerone who will take it for Pittsburgh. Cicerone spending a lot of time out wide on that left side. Tries to whip across in. Header one by Louisville City's winder right at the penalty spot. It ends up with Griffin. Nice ball between two defenders. Cross played in as Rosales was able to get a nice ball in. But Louisville City blocking it away. Still Pittsburgh, though. Griffin, 25 yards from, tra from frame. Tries across. It was blocked by Ownby. And then the assistant referee says that last touched Griffin. It'll be a goal kick for Louisville City here in the 42nd minute. Really good defending there from Brian Obi to slide in and not only win the ball, but hit it off of Griffin to earn the corner kick. But how about Josh Winder with his positioning defensively? Sometimes when you haven't played in a while, your positioning's a little bit off, but there he was positioned perfectly to be able to save that ball from coming across the goal face because if it gets past him, it's going into the back of the net because there's a Pittsburgh player right behind him ready to tap it in. Kyle Morton on the goal kick, boots it long, header one in the midfield by Pittsburgh. It ends up with Winder. Winder hasn't played in a little while, so his first touch still sometimes a little shaky, but he wins the foul there as Dequa drags him down with his arm. And Louisville City will have a fifth, third free kick coming just inside midfield. As I think Dequa's a little bit uh, fortunate to not get a yellow card there because he made zero play on the ball and just completely pulled Winder back. So I'm, I think he's very fortunate to not have a yellow card. All the way back with Morton now. Morton playing it through the midfield. And Dequa has had a couple of other interactions that you would think would get him at least on the referee's mind as Louisville City trying to play forward through the midfield now. Knocked down by Del Piccolo. Now Wilson Harris about 15 yards into the attacking half. Harris does well to break two defenders. Almost slotted in Brian Ownby on the edge of the area. But good job by Griffin getting back to win that ball. All the way through now through Dequa. Dequa with a cheeky little back heel to Griffin. Griffin in midfield. Off to Mertz. Mertz brought down. Play on, says the referee. It's Forbes out to the left side now. Cicerone. Cicerone, 25 yards from goal, trying to get it onto his left foot. Plays a ball in. Near post is skipped off of Dequa's foot. But there was nobody for the Riverhounds on the far post. And Morton eventually comes over to claim it as the ball slowly rolls away from the frame in the 44th minute still scoreless between louisville city and pittsburgh both teams pretty cagey so far in this one although pittsburgh would say they've had a few more opportunities than louisville city louisville city 
has still been able to grow into this game a little bit more. Winder trying to play it down the left side. Brian Ownby cut off there. The header won by Pittsburgh, and now here comes Dequa. He's in a 1v1 situation with Winder, and Dequa goes down. Winder saying he didn't commit a foul. He's going to get a yellow card from the referee, Melvin Rivas. The world of beer yellow card as they're saying that that was an opportunity for Dequa, and Winder took him down. Winder doesn't agree with it, but uh, nevertheless, a yellow card shown. Well, and I completely understand where Winder is coming from. I think there is some contact, but Dequa makes the most of it. It's no more contact than we've seen on the other end on a few of those plays. I could see maybe calling a foul, but definitely not worthy of a yellow card, especially given some of the fouls. Well, even Dequa himself has committed against Lou City. So I think a poor decision there by the referee, and I'm concerned the referee might be losing a little bit of control of this game. Well, if anybody is happy, it's almost halftime. It's probably Melvin Rivas, the referee, as we fast approach that mark. We'll get you the stoppage time in a moment as the restart from Forbes shifted out to the left side. Mertz ball in near post. It ended up with Dequas. Two other players missed headers, one for Pittsburgh, one for Louisville City. And Dequa, I don't think, quite expected it to get to him. And the ball was knotted back in the direction of Morton, who easily comes over to claim it. Stoppage time is presented by Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of six minutes to this first half. There have been multiple stoppages for concussion checks. Both of those players have stayed on between Jamali White, the goalkeeper for Pittsburgh, and Manny Perez, the right back for Louisville City. Out on the far side, left is Mertz. Mertz is dragged down in an argument there between him and Tosh, but the referee says nothing other than a throw as Perez will take it. And again, the referee, I think, is probably pretty happy that this first half is almost over with how physical it's gotten. But I can only imagine what the second half is going to bring. So maybe he wants the first half to continue on so it doesn't get any worse <laughs> in the second half. I'm not sure. Louisville City trying to establish that physicality always a team among the leaders in fouls committed but so is Pittsburgh and that is a combination of two physical teams going at it here tonight in the Steel City it's still scoreless into the second minute now of added time of this first half six of them expected at least in this first frame between these two squads Pittsburgh is going to have a free kick right near midfield as Peters was knocked down and it has been a very busy night for the Riverhounds on the far side Forbes ready to take this extra opportunity trying to line something up to play it into the area but Mertz comes short and then he gave it away Musha Galusa intercepted it Louisville City trying to play it clear to quickly counter but they did not do what Musha Galusa thought they were going to do and instead it's booted out for a throw in the defensive half for Pittsburgh entering the third minute now of added time Jelani Peters is going to walk over to take the throw for Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh, good crowd tonight. If you're watching on TV and listening to us, you might not notice the near side stand, but the near side stand is very much full. Far side, just a couple of rows of seats, smattering of people. Pittsburgh is a sneaky good Pittsburgh, uh, soccer town. As the Riverhounds have been popular for a while, of course, the national team always a big hit in Pittsburgh as it is in most big cities around the country. In possession now is Dixon. Dixon, 30 yards from goal, trying to shift something out on the outside of his foot to Kelly Rosales, but 
Ownby steps in, wins the ball, wins the foul, fifth, third free kick coming 25 yards from goal. Casey, the final three minutes here of stoppage time. If you're Louisville City, are you just happy to get into the halftime locker room at nil-nil, or are you going to still go for it? I think you still have to kind of go for it. You still have to push forward, but I think you really just want to make sure that you don't allow Pittsburgh to score because the momentum has definitely been in their favor. You've got to kind of get into the get into the locker room, regroup, figure out the best way for your plan of attack because they are so good at their second-half adjustments. So I'm excited to see what they're going to bring in the second half, but I really just think it's not a survive to halftime, but it's definitely a you want to get to halftime. Yeah. On the throw, long into Ownby, and he tried through traffic to get a little bit up and over two defenders and the goalkeeper. Wait, wait, looked unexpected or didn't expect that shot as it was a long throw. It bounced over three clusters of guys, and Ownby from a tight angle about 10 yards away, almost able to tuck that up and over the goalkeeper, but it lands on the roof of the net. I absolutely love that look from Brian Ombi. He knows exactly where he is on the field, and that's a sign of a very smart soccer player there. And he's able to kind of just turn and hit that one directly on frame. And it was a very nice look. Just got couldn't get over it enough to have it drop in. Battling for the ball here in midfield. A bunch of headers finally knocked down by Pittsburgh. But Amadou Dia comes over to knock it away for a throw. Kelly Rosales will take it as we enter the final 90 seconds or so of the expected stoppage time between these two teams. Scoreless here in the first half between Bob Lilly's Pittsburgh River Hounds and Danny Cruz's Louisville City. Kelly Rosales on the throw, one by Amadou Dia. Finally ends up with Harris. Harris trying to play in Enoch Mushagalusa, but it was knocked down and away by Pittsburgh. Now Ownby trying to win the free kick there. A handball called on Kelly Rosales. And Louisville City will have a fifth third free kick here about 35 yards from goal. No, they're going to say it was just out for a throw. It did look like it hit his hand, but Amadou Dia ready to take the long throw. Into the edge of the area. This is what produced Ownby's shots a moment ago. It is knocked back down to Ownby on the edge of the area. Ownby playing in Perez, but it was cleared away by Mertz out near midfield. Dequa battling with Winder. Ball knocked down. Gibson wins the foul there as Griffin takes him down. And just inside the midfield circle, Gibson a heavy limp off of that foul. And to the final 30 seconds or so of this first half, and it's Gonzalez and Paolo Del Piccolo over the ball for a free kick here and an opportunity, one last shot here before halftime to see if they can get something on the board. It would, awfully, it would be awfully difficult for the managers of both teams, especially Pittsburgh, to have to rewrite their second-half conversations if Pittsburgh concedes here. But Louisville City on the free kick just before halftime. It's driven up to the edge of the area, the header from Musha Galusa onto the roof of the net. That is where we leave things. It's halftime in Pittsburgh. The Riverhounds hosting and without a goal. Louisville City also without one. It's nothing, nothing at halftime in Pittsburgh. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll get into what we just saw for the first 45 minutes right here on ESPN Louisville. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. 
the Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota Highlander. It's built in the USA. It's got room for up to eight. Highlander's the best-selling SUV in its class. The electrified Highlander Hybrid has a driving range over 600 miles. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 36 MPG, you could save thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in! Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com. You're listening to the Louisville City FC Halftime Report. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. We are here at halftime. It is scoreless between Pittsburgh and Louisville City. We knew it would be a cagey game, a physical game between these two teams. The first place team in Louisville City, the fourth place team in Pittsburgh. Both teams playing for something. Louisville City hoping to claim the regular season points quote-unquote title, just the most points in the league in the regular season, and hold on to that number one seed in the Eastern Conference. And Pittsburgh in fourth place, still fighting for second, which would help them get two home games if they were to win their first two games in the playoffs. But more importantly, at least be a team that has a home game in the first round in that four seed as they currently are. So KG, physical, Casey, and a fun one, but nothing on the board for either team. Yeah, it, both teams, I think, are so good defensively and so good with their pressure and their shape that they're really difficult to break down. I do think that Pittsburgh had the better opportunities. They were able to really change the point of attack very nicely, and that forced Lucity to have to shift in their shape a little bit, and that created some gaps that Pittsburgh was able to exploit. But for Lucity, I think they grew into the game, definitely. They got better towards the end, and that Brian Umby shot there at the very end, I thought he was going to have it but really it's the number of fouls and the number of set pieces that are happening in this game that's not allowing this game to have a whole lot of rhythm or for either team to really get a whole lot of possession to build up especially loose city they're a team that likes to play in possession they like to move the ball forward but with all the set pieces and disruptions in the play they haven't really been able to do that and it has been a really cagey game every time they yes, played each other. 100%. It's always physical. It's always tough between these two teams. And there's just 
no other way around it. It's just uh, as long as Bob Lilly is there, Pittsburgh is going to be tough to break down, and Louisville City is always going to play this pressing, frenetic, physical style. Well, we'll take a break here on the halftime show. It's scoreless between Pittsburgh and Louisville City. When we come back, we'll dive into some of the stats and get through to Casey's second-half keys to the game, all coming up after the break here as Louisville City right here on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not... And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LG&E, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com. Back here at halftime, Louisville City and Pittsburgh knotted up at nothing apiece. And the Steel City is the stage for tonight's game as Louisville City trying to extend its lead in the Eastern Conference. They are also chasing the overall top spot in the USL Championship. San Antonio one point better overall than Louisville City right now. San Antonio playing at 8.30 in another big matchup. That is the one versus two teams in the Western Conference as they take on San Diego Loyal in Texas. Well, Louisville City has had a little bit of a difficult first half as far as injuries because uh, we knew about West Sharpie having to come off early in that one in the 20th minute. It appeared to be a muscle problem in his leg. To me, I am an untrained eye. I am not a doctor, but it sure looked like he had a groin muscle uh, issue that he was kind of worried about grimacing, not in, not having to go down necessarily, but certainly wanted to come off. Josh Winder replaced him. And then uh, just moments ago, we were informed that Manny Perez is going to be a concussion substitute at halftime. And you would assume that Oscar Jimenez will replace him. He was the one warming up when Perez went down earlier in the first half with what did appear to be a concussion protocol moment. Uh, so Casey, some changes having to be made defensively, and this is where it goes into the depth because you can bring on a guy like Josh Winder to replace Wes Sharpie. You can bring on a guy like Oscar Jimenez to replace Manny Perez. Yeah, I mean, there it's two players that you hate to lose because they've played such a pivotal role this entire season, but when you have so much depth and you have so much talent on your bench that it's nice that you're able to make these changes and the level isn't going to change. And so I'm just hoping that 
one, West Sharpie didn't tweak it too much because those groin injuries can be a little bit tricky to deal with. And then Manny Perez, the concussion substitute, I'm interested to find out if it was just a continuation of the problems or if he passed the concussion protocol test when they asked him the questions. You know, why was it prolonged? But regardless, I'm glad that he's able to get the help that he needs. And so it's going to be a big task, though, for Oscar Jimenez, who we assume is going to be the one coming on, because they have been attacking down that right side quite a bit in this game. And so you've got to imagine to be able to jump right in and absorb all of that pressure that Pittsburgh's going to put you under right away. It's going to be a big task. Well, we'll see if Louisville City, I'll try to get clarification on it, if they do end up claiming that it was a concussion sub or just a halftime sub. It is a window that uh, it doesn't count as doesn't one of your count. sub windows exactly. right at halftime. So either way, they would be in the clear uh, I do think that there, um, as you mentioned, there are some points on a checklist that you have to go through to make it a concussion sub versus just a regular sub. So we'll see. But uh, in the meantime, we are not expecting Manny Perez to be back out there, and West Sharpie has already come out. So, Casey, uh, let's talk a little bit about changes. What, what types of things would you like to see, not from a personnel standpoint, but uh, changes from Louisville City and the way they're playing in the second half? I think they just look a little bit timid at times. I, I think they look not as confident on the ball as they have previously. It's almost shocked, scared at times to go forward. And so I would like to see them have a little bit of their swagger back, a little bit more confidence going forward and went on the ball. And I think that just comes with the energy that needs to be brought to the team. Just raise the energy level, see if they can speed up their play a little bit, move the ball around Find the things that they do well and just do that over and over again because that's going to help build up that energy. That's going to build up the momentum. That's going to build up the confidence. And so that's what I think they need to get to in the second half. Well, Casey, get this. I always love these stats, and they're not always uh, the most telling because it's a mixed bag in, in some cases. But in this one, Louisville City uh, will be happy to know this. Nine, two, and three when they are tied at halftime this season and in fact they are four two and two on the road so uh, an equally good record on the road uh, as they are at home when it's tied through 45 minutes we will see what happens because casey when louisville city scores first they are 14 and two this year they will want to be the team that breaks through we'll take one more break and when we come back we'll get in a little bit more into that second half we'll start getting ready for the restart as louisville city and the pittsburgh riverhounds are knotted up at nothing apiece at highmark stadium up in the steel city at the confluence of the three rivers you're listening to louisville city it's halftime right here on espn louisville that boy of mine he sure does take after me i love football he loves football I put ketchup on my eggs. He puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt. Neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. 
Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Imagine your bright career when you join the UofL health team. Now, imagine receiving free tuition to the University of Louisville. At UofL Health, we believe in investing in you and the power of education. So now, your UofL Health family has college tuition covered for all employees and their families. Just imagine the possibilities. For details, visit uoflhealth.org imagine. That's the power of you. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. We are back here at halftime in Pittsburgh, Louisville City, and the Pittsburgh Riverhounds knotted up at nothing apiece. Jeff Greer, Casey Whitfield here with you, and we will run through some stats here. We'll get to Casey's revamped keys to the second half as we get closer to the second half restart. Casey, I'm going to run through some stats here. You let me know if you think anything sticks out. First and foremost, the expected goals, 032 for Pittsburgh to .18 for Louisville City. The shots, though, 5-4 to four in favor of Louisville City. And Louisville City, the only team uh, with a shot on target, but it's just the one so far. Neither team has technically created any big chances. There's been five offsides already for Pittsburgh. Possession numbers, well, just about what you would expect. About 50-50, 51-49 in favor of of Pittsburgh nothing really sticking out though between these two teams 11 fouls for Pittsburgh nine for Louisville City I'll say nothing really surprises me there with what she said I think it, it completely explains how the game was really back and forth really caging neither team really able to create a whole lot well we are just about ready for the second half so Casey let's hear it what do, what do we got your revamped keys to the game so I'm keeping one the same and that's the first one put the ball in the back of the net I think Lou City still has to figure out a way to find the back of the net obviously if they want to win <laughs> next they have to be a, more aware of the runners defensively I think Pittsburgh's doing a really good job of getting their front players in behind and in the box moving off the ball. And then the final one, manage emotions. We saw how the emotions were starting to get to some of the players there at the end of the first half. And you can only imagine as this longer this game 0-0, the more emotional this game's going to be. Well, we are back underway, and we do have the substitution at halftime as expected. Oscar Jimenez is on for Manny Perez. That substitution brought to you by MHS Global Above and Beyond. Because it was made at halftime, it will not count as one of the three substitution windows. But Louisville City has already now made two substitutions as Josh Winder came on in the 20th minute for Wes Sharpie. And as a result, Louisville City now has... Three more substitutions that they can make in two windows as Louisville City on the far side now as a fifth third free kick just inside the first minute of this second half. It's Paolo Del Piccolo and Jorge Gonzalez over the ball about 35 yards from goal at an angle. Or excuse me, Oscar Jimenez is over the ball with Gonzalez. Gonzalez the arm up. He would be a right-footed delivery. 
Jimenez would be a left-footed delivery. The referee, Melvin Rivas, plenty to do in the first half, has stopped proceedings for a moment here in the second half as we await the delivery of this free kick. you got to imagine it's going to be a ball whipped into the box, probably right around the PK spot. It is going to be Jimenez who takes it, left-footed, right near the penalty spot, and it was Del Piccolo who at least got a head on it, but it went in the wrong direction. Now Ownby driving towards the corner flag, trying to get a right-footed cross, and it was blocked by Peters, but it's going to come out for a Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City. A great defensive header from Paulo Del Piccolo, but definitely <laughs> not the direction he wanted the ball to go in. But I really like that aggressive run from Brian Nobi. He thought about sending the ball back into the box, but I like that he attacked on the dribble and then earned the corner kick. Oscar Jimenez will take it. A long-time set-piece taker for Louisville City. Off to Dia. Back post. Not a down by Harris. It's still alive. Wait comes out. A big paw knocking it away from about eight yards out. He had to get to it when he did. And a good job by the Pittsburgh goalkeeper that has now sprung a counterattack. Here comes Pittsburgh in the other direction. Mertz on the edge of the area. Leaves it off for his teammate. Trying to cross it in was Kelly Rosales. And it was blocked away by Louisville City. Alert defending from the boys in purple to return after that dangerous corner for Louisville City. And it was a very nicely taken corner kick. They played it short, and Amadou Dia played it to the back, but wait, coming out strong and just smacking the ball away from Paulo Del Piccolo to not allow him to get on the end of it, and it sprung a really nice counter of attack, but Lou City did an incredible job of making sure they got numbers back behind the ball and really completely halted that attack for Pittsburgh. Down into the corner, it's Robbie Mertz. Trying to get the ball through to his teammate, Angelo Kelly Rosales, and he was brought down. It's going to be a free kick basically about where the corner flag is for Pittsburgh into the now 49th minute. A dangerous free kick, about 25 or so yards out. It's a one-man wall for Louisville City. It's now two, Gonzalez and Gibson there. Kyle Morton directing traffic. Pittsburgh has five bodies in the area. A couple of big targets, including the 6'5", Jelani Peters. Poor free kick, though. Played near post, easily dealt with by Oscar Jimenez. Kelly Rosales trying another cross in, and it's claimed by Kyle Morton inside the six-yard box. You have very poorly taken set piece. When you've got such big targets in the box, you have to send the ball in and give those players a chance. I understand maybe trying to change up your service every now and then, but I don't think that's the time to try to change your service up. Back in possession, Louisville City right in its own defensive area. It's Kyle Morton dealing with Josh Winder. Winder chesting down a little bit of a lofted pass here. By the way, racing the sister club of Louisville City down to nothing and it's been a rough game so far for racing as Julia Lester had to be substituted off at halftime with an injury and now Gemma Bonner is down for racing in the second half they're about two minutes ahead of the Louisville City game and Louisville City in possession right near midfield winder back to Kyle Morton on the edge of his own area shifts it out to the right Good touch from from Oscar Jimenez, but it bounced up on the turf, and then he lost it. Now a quick chance on the counter. Here comes Dequa on the edge of the area. Cut off well, though, by Winder, and Dequa had to pass it backwards. I thought for a second, Casey, that Pittsburgh would have a chance to take a pop. Yeah, they definitely looked like they were going to be able to catch them on the counterattack. But again, I think Lucidia has done a really good job of recovering and getting numbers back behind the ball, making it difficult for those quick transitions. That's definitely something that they have fixed from the first half where they really had Pittsburgh allowing them to get in behind a lot easier. They've made it a lot more difficult so far. 
Ball shifted out to the far side. Louisville City trying to find ways to get Enoch Mushagalusa involved. He had a brace against FC Tulsa, and he is up to nine goals this season. The 22-year-old has been a big difference maker for Louisville City this year, but Pittsburgh has defended him well so far as he got a head on it, but it ran long, and it's going to be a goal kick coming up for Pittsburgh through Jamali Waite, the 23-year-old Trinidad in Tobagan. Takes the long goal kick, knocked down by Louisville City. Brian Ownby fanning, trying to poke it ahead with his right foot. It's ended up back with Pittsburgh. In possession now is Peters. Peters trying to shift it ahead. He's giving it away. Ownby again involved in the action. Off to the left side now, Wilson Harris trying to play it into the path of Gonzalez. Gonzalez does well to Corral, he gives it off to Del Piccolo, and Del Piccolo goes down, and a foul called on Paolo Del Piccolo. He is absolutely piping hot mad at that call. I have never seen him scream the way he just did as he was brought down on the edge of the area and was whistled for the foul, and the referee saying, I think, Casey, that he faked it. That has to be what the whistle was for as Kelly Rosales went down too, and Paolo Del Piccolo is furious with Melvin Rivas. I think literally the only call that could have been is for diving. But even then, I don't think that that is the right decision. I think there was contact there. I think Paolo Del Piccolo got his feet taken up from under him. Do I think he made the most of the contact? Absolutely, but it's no more than what the Pittsburgh players have been doing this entire match. It's just been a tough game to officiate, so we always try to... Get a little leeway for the referee, but he has struggled a little bit at times too, including on that one as play resumes 52nd minute and Louisville City still not really able to string a whole lot together. They've had some nice moments, but it has not been a very complete performance as we enter the 53rd minute scoreless between the visiting Louisville City and the hosting Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Jeff Greer, Casey Whitfield here with you on ESPN Louisville. The boys in purple still atop the Eastern Conference in the USL Championship and will be regardless of the result tonight, but they would like to maintain their pace. On the far side, the long ball played by the goalkeeper, Jamali White, knocked out by Louisville City. It'll be a throw on the far side. It's going to be Oscar, excuse me, Amadou Dia who will take it. And this game just not quite as on and popping in terms of action as it was in the first half. Just the one referee incident and a lot of caginess between the two teams. Well, say I think it's a lot of the, the stoppages, a lot of set pieces that's really slowing this game down. And the ball's played into the area. It's trickled around. There's a scramble on the edge of the goal line. It's not quite clear who had it, but it was finally booted away by Louisville City. A shot in by Pittsburgh was blocked on the goal line, but they're still dangerous. Trying to get it back in as Dequan was blocked away by Louisville City. A shaky moment for Louisville City as Pittsburgh once again close to scoring but couldn't quite get it over the line. Well, and the ball was played in by Dequa, and he looked to be about three or four yards off sides there, but he's able to get in behind, and he has a go on frame. Morton comes out, and then somehow the ball's bouncing on the inline with three loose City players there, and they're able to clear it out of danger, but a very scary moment there for loose City. Well, it's 3 nothing in the racing Louisville game as North Carolina has scored again, uh, much to the frustration of our hometown fans but that was a scary moment there as Oscar Jimenez just trying to get a foot on it he did well Casey though to get back and recover it after the first bad touch 
and there have been some appeals from Pittsburgh for a handball on Tyler Gibson, but either way, Louisville City happy to avoid anything worse than just a clearance. 55th minute now, Brian Ownby playing it into the path of the charging on Oscar Jimenez down the right side. Jimenez with a rough touch there. I think he was just trying to keep it in bounds. It was knocked out, though, by Peters. Louisville City keeps it alive, cross-played into the area, headed away by Pittsburgh, ending up back with Gibson. He's about 40 yards from goal. It's with Tosh. Tosh charging backwards, had to deal with two Pittsburgh players, and as a result, just popped it up. Louisville City into the area. Wilson Harris tries a right-footed cross. It was blocked by Ordonez, and it's going to run out for a throw right next to the corner flag. It almost seems like the ball just isn't bouncing quite right for Louisville City so far in the second half. The pass is still just a touch off and just the movement on the ball a little bit off. Pittsburgh's doing a good job, though, of disrupting any sort of attack that they're getting. They're applying immediate pressure and making it tough for Louisville City to get into any sort of rhythm. Jimenez, the long throw into the area. The header by Del Piccolo from the edge of the area. But it was never going to be on frame about eight feet wide. And Jamali White will come over to take the goal kick. A nicely set up play, though. It was a good throw from Oscar Jimenez, but just the positioning of where Paulo Del Piccolo was, it was going to be really difficult for him to get that all the way back onto frame. But I like the opportunity. It's a good look for them, and they need to use that to build on for their other opportunities. Just a little bit less cohesive at times from Pittsburgh here. And the chance that was created was just a little bit of a bandbox moment as they are still trying to find their way into some comfort level in this second half. Louisville City driving forward through Josh Winder to the left side, 56 minutes, still scoreless. Dia, or excuse me, Musha Galusa trying to cut inside, has it taken away. On the far side now, Mertz trying to play it into the path of Dequa. Dequa cut off by multiple Louisville City defenders and plays it all the way back. Now Pittsburgh will just sit in possession. And Pittsburgh perfectly content, I think, with just moving the ball around. They have seen the better chances so far. They have been the team to create some really close opportunities. And I think that they are perfectly content with moving the ball back. It's going to keep frustrating Lou City. Mikel Williams in possession out to the right side now, Ordonez. Ardonia's with it at his feet. He's about 20 yards into his own defensive area, trying to play it long for Dequa. Still no real ideas to figure out how to deal with it. But a dangerous moment for Louisville City. Morton having to deal with a bouncing ball, and he got caught with it at his feet as Dequa came charging in. And Kyle Morton, just a dangerous moment here. He, he took that first touch, Casey, that went up off of his face, and Dequa was almost able to knock it past him and into the open back of the net there. But Louisville City now, two really shaky moments playing with fire on the back line. Well, in a risky ball played back from Amadou Dia, I understand you've played those types of passes to him before, but not in this part of the field. And so it was a really poor back pass, making it difficult for Morton to be able to handle. I think Morton should have just tried to get his body behind the ball instead of trying to lift his leg up, and then he might have been able to run through it to clear out a little bit better. But again, individual mistakes, personal mistakes that are leading to the chances for Pittsburgh. Out near midfield now, Pittsburgh in possession, trying to find ways again to get Dequa going. And Josh Winder was on the ground. I'm not sure why he tried to play that ball. He almost 
kicked it back into a, a dangerous Pittsburgh moment there, but instead Louisville City is the team on the counter. Mushigalusa trying to get near it on the inline, but it ran long. It got a little extra l- nudge from Mikael Williams, and it's going to run out for a goal kick. It'll be Jamali Waite restarting things for Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Still scoreless here into the 59th minute. As both teams really yet to threaten all that much. But Louisville City playing with fire the past couple minutes with two different shaky moments for the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton. And and not really to his character, Casey. He's typically pretty confident with the ball at his feet. 100%. He's typically very good with the ball at his feet. He's got good foot skills. He's comfortable with the ball at his feet. And these past few moments just looked a little bit shaky with it. Maybe not as comfortable and confident as he has been uh, previously. Louisville City in possession through Wilson Harris. He had it poked away by two Pittsburgh defenders. So it'll be a throw on the far side for Amadou Dia. He is on the far left side waiting to make a throw, but the referee has stopped for a second into the 60th minute. Unclear what the stoppage is for. As Louisville City still working its way through their possessions. They have not been very dangerous getting forward at times, but then they've had these moments, just these fleeting moments where they've come alive and looked like the best team in the league, but uh, they have not been able to do it for the full hour. Switched out to the right side, catching up to it is Carlos Moguel Jr., who checked in just moments ago. And, or excuse me, that was Oscar Jimenez who was able to bring it down, but it was taken away by Pittsburgh, and a yellow card is coming now from Melvin Rivas and Casey. It's, it's been hard to track who the referee is mad at, why he's been stopping the game, and now he's finally dealt out a yellow card to Oscar Jimenez. Well, and I mean, you can sense the frustration from Danny Cruz as well because that's another yellow card for Lou City, and I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh doesn't have any yellow cards, and you can't tell me that the fouls that Lou City is committing are any worse than what Pittsburgh is committing, and, and, the, and the decision there, I didn't really think that that was yellow card worthy either so just uh the players just have to make sure that they are managing the game they're not letting the refs decisions get into their head and they're focusing on what they can control and that's how they play yeah watching the replay now not quite sure that was a yellow card but whatever as we move on 61st minute now in possession is josh winder on the far side left winder Looking around for his options. Louisville City still in possession all the way back to Morton, and he had to just boot it clear with Dequa breathing down his neck. Pittsburgh doing a great job applying pressure here in the attacking half, 61st minute. Louisville City in possession, though, quickly on the counterattack. On the far side left, it's Mushigalusa, but he took a heavy touch, and it ran out for a goal kick as Louisville City just a little shaky on that counterattack, and Pittsburgh will have possession again. Well, and this is where I'm talking about where it just has to get a little bit sharper when they get to that final third because they're doing all this work. They're defending so much, and then they finally turn the ball over and advance up the field, and then they just immediately give the ball back to Pittsburgh, and it's coming right back down their throats. So they have to do a little bit better job when they get in the final third of either being sharper or slowing the game down when they get there so they can allow numbers to get up and they can be a little bit more precise. We're inching into the part of the game, Casey, where you might think that there might be some substitutions. Napo, Masoso, Ray Serrano, Elijah Winder, and Ian Soler are all available on the bench. Is there anybody in there who might be a difference maker? 
I think you need to bring on, I've been very impressed with Elijah Winder in the past few matches, just the energy he brings, the creativity, and the, the effort that he puts out there. So I could see him maybe being a, a player they bring on. The other players, Ray Serrano could definitely be an asset out on the wing there, get a fresh body, some fresh legs out there, and just let him run. But I'm not really sure if it's a personnel issue or if it's just not being able to figure out how to break down Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has always been tough to break down, but they are especially difficult tonight as Elijah, or excuse me, Josh Winder has to avoid Dequa again. Dequa got a toe on it, but Winder able to hold on to it. Now Shantosh pestered by Dequa, carries it through the midfield circle, finally gets rid of it. It's off to Gonzalez on the edge of the area. Cross in near post. He had Ownby, but good defending from Mikel Williams as Ownby just a little behind where the ball came in. And it ends up back out near midfield for Sean Tosh. Tosh off to Tyler Gibson. Gibson looking around at his options. Still scoreless between these two teams. Shifts it out to the right side. Jimenez trying to head it down for Ownby, but it wasn't quite where Ownby needed it. And Peters is able to watch it run long for a goal kick. An excellent service, though, on that previous play from Jorge Gonzalez, I like that driven ball to the near post. Just Brian Ilby couldn't get there in time. That's a better attack, though, from Lou City, in my opinion, and that's what they have to continue to do. Goal kick coming from Jamali Waite. Plays it long. Header won by Winder, as usual. Knocked down, though, by Pittsburgh, and now Pittsburgh in possession. Nice header forward by Ciceroni. He had an option there with Dixon, but Dixon cut off by Louisville City, and now Wilson Harris trying to challenge Ordonia as it's knocked down and won finally by Mikael Williams. A little bit of a hustle there between him and Harris before Waite comes out to win the ball, and then the offside flag is up on Dequa right just past that midfield line. 64th minute, scoreless between these two squads, not really a whole lot to talk about in terms of action. Just a couple of physical interactions as Jimenez trying to chest down a pass about 30 yards from goal. Knocked away by Pittsburgh. And now here's Dequa trying to turn off of Winder. Gives it back off to Griffin. Griffin's pass blocked away by Louisville City right near midfield. But a foul called. And Pittsburgh will have a free kick just inside the midfield line. And Lou City getting extremely frustrated. Paulo Del Piccolo needs to watch, talking to the referee, understand he's trying to stand up to his teammates. But if he continues to yell at the referee and get frustrated, then he's going to get a yellow card, and that's not what they need whatsoever. As it's restarted by Mikel Williams, now Forbes. Forbes, good pass in between two defenders to Mertz. Out on the left side, now Ciceroni. Ciceroni going right at Jimenez, cuts it in to the right side. Had it poked at the last second by Jimenez, and then Brian Ownby comes over to boot it clear. Louisville City arguing for a throw-in, but it's going to be a corner coming up for Pittsburgh. And I wish we could have been able to see the ball go out of bounds because I feel like it's pretty difficult to argue between a corner kick and a throw-in, so I would like to see where the ball actually ended up rolling over the sideline, but regardless, it's going to be a corner kick, and I think it's going to be a great opportunity for Pittsburgh to send the ball in and maybe try to find their target Peters there inside the box. Canardo Forbes, the 33-year-old Jamaican, will take it with the right foot, looking for the six-foot-five Forbes. That was who the target was. He missed it. Then there was Dequa on the back post, but it was headed away by Louisville City. 66th minute, still scoreless. Down into the path of Dequa, was blocked away. Now Louisville City has a chance to spring counter here if they can get the pass 
passes right, they don't. It runs long for Ownby, and good defending from Pittsburgh to come all the way back now. Mertz has it 30 yards from his own goal, carrying it out. Out to the left side now, Forbes, and Forbes tried to tiptoe that near side touchline looking for Mertz, and it just rolled out of bounds. And then Winder trying to pick the ball up from underneath Mertz's feet, and Mertz goes down rather easy. And he and Winder exchange words right in front of the fourth official, Austin Saini. But it doesn't matter as play resumes. Casey, we have just been treated to some really fun playoff-style intensity here. Well, again, that could have been a yellow card um, stopping the, the a restart there. Again, another opportunity for a yellow card, but it just gets a talking to. But it, it, the emotions have been high. I think uh, Josh Weiner needs to be careful there, though, because he is on a yellow card, so he just has to be a little bit smarter with that. I understand you want to fight back and all that stuff, but you have to understand where you are, what you're doing, and what your ultimate goal is. Throw coming on the far side from Angelo Kelly Rosales, who has had a great game tonight for Pittsburgh. In possession now, Ownby. 30 yards from goal. He thought about a shot, and he scuffed it. It rolled pretty well wide there, about 20 feet wide. And it'll be a goal kick coming for Jamali White as Brian Ownby has been contained relatively well tonight, which is tough to do for the veteran. 32-year-old, eight goals, four assists so far this season and constantly a threat on either side. He started out on the right. He shifted to the left in the first half. He's back on the right to start this second half. Goal kick taken, knocked down by Louisville City, and booted away by Winder. Back into Pittsburgh's defensive half, but one away by Kelly Rosales. Kelly Rosales carrying it forward through the lines now. Gives it off to Mertz. Mertz all the way out to the left side now. This is Forbes. Or excuse me, Peters. Peters out to the left side. Here comes Cicerone going right at Jimenez. Gets inside, trying to get in line. Cross was blocked by Jimenez, but it will be a corner coming up for Pittsburgh. And I love how Cicerone picks the ball up and just runs right at the defender. Defenders hate when you run at them with speed. And Oscar Jimenez does a good job, though, to contain him, keep him outside, and then to slide to win the ball to advert any threat. But again, another great corner kick, another great set-pace opportunity for Pittsburgh. Canardo Forbes, one of the best set-piece takers in the league, is lining up a right-footed corner on the near side for Pittsburgh. Here it comes into the area right inside the six, and Kyle Morton stands tall and claims it. And I would like to see them maybe try to transition quickly out of that. It was a decent ball in, but Kyle Morton comes up big. Not even a threat, really. But Loose City needs to see if they can build here. They need to start to generate a little bit more offense, a few more chances here. Louisville City off the goal kick, trying to play out through the back. It's Winder off to Amadou Dia, who's flips it up and over looking for Ownby, and finally it was played forward looking for Harris, but it was booted away by Mikael Williams all the way out to the near side, and then a foul called on Dequois. He was jostling with Josh Winder. Louisville City appealing for a yellow card. They're not going to win those appeals, and we are going to get a substitution. Ray Serrano is going to come on for Enoch Musha Galusa. That substitution brought to you by MHS Global above and beyond. And Casey Ray Serrano has been a very impactful player coming on, especially in the last couple months for Louisville City. I've been very impressed with Ray Serrano. I like the way that he plays. I think he's very good uh, with his services, with distributing the ball. And just the distribution tonight has been the struggle for Loose City. So I think bringing a player like Ray Serrano, who is very technical in that, is going to be a huge help. Three goals and two assists so far this 
season into the 70th minute now still scoreless between these two teams and really not a whole lot for either team to claim should have been a goal and that's why the xg for this game is still so low despite them already playing 70 minutes it's just 0.6 for pittsburgh and 0.2 for louisville city louisville city in possession trying to get ray serrano in possession it's knocked away down on that right side knocked down by tosh tosh with it shielding off the defender danny cruz wanted a foul and finally got it it's a fifth third free kick coming for louisville city as we approach the 71st minute it'll be oscar jimenez and Jorge Gonzalez over the ball about 40 yards from frame. And we do have an update, Casey. Louisville City is in action here. Nothing, nothing. Racing Louisville has a goal, though. And they've scratched one back. They're down 3 nothing, And Nadia Nadim scores off of a turnover by North Carolina. They are in the 73rd minute of that one. A great opportunity from Nadia Nadim to make the most out of nothing and a very technical finish. But for Lou City here, this is a great opportunity on the set piece to put one away. Josh or Jorge Gonzalez delivers the ball in low. It was blocked away by Pittsburgh. It's going to run out for a throw. Ironically, right as that happened, the, another ball bounced onto the field. So right behind the free kick, Josh Winder is scooping up a loose ball and throwing it back over. It's going to be a throw here. 71st minute, Pittsburgh and Louisville City drawing nothing, nothing. It'll be Amadou Dia. Only enough room for one step on the throw on that far side. He throws it in, knotted away by Pittsburgh and clear Josh Winder comes back up to head it back to Jorge Gonzalez he's about 35 yards from goal out to the right side now Oscar Jimenez Jimenez has Serrano with him Serrano turns to get the ball into his path gives it off to Ownby and Ownby goes down the referee waving at him to get up and now possession in the hands of Pittsburgh but they give it away now Louisville City trying to get a quick restart through Serrano 72nd minute Serrano surrounded by two Pittsburgh players wins the the throw Still looking around at his options. Gives it off to Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez on the long throw. It's brought down by uh, uh, Jorge Gonzalez. Back to Jimenez. Jimenez with it, and they can't quite corral it. And on the near side in front of the Louisville City dugout, Pittsburgh will have a throw here in the 72nd minute, but better from Louisville City the last few minutes. So the urgency is so much better from Louisville City. They're looking to really push to get forward. You can sense it in them. You can feel that they are wanting to get forward to get a goal in Pittsburgh just trying to slow it down whenever they can. Jorge Gonzalez has a coming together with Robbie Mertz right near midfield and Gonzalez is going to get a yellow card presented by World of Beer in the 73rd minute as we're going to look at the replay of this action and just Gonzalez coming in high on Mertz. That's a really dangerous play. Yeah, a little bit of a high challenge. I think Gonzalez, you know, Knew that it was not the way they needed to play. He apologized immediately, but not a smart play from Jorge Gonzalez. Get your body behind the ball and then try to win the ball because that's a very, very dangerous play, especially coming in with the cleats like that. Three players for Louisville City on yellows on the field. Winder, Jimenez, and now Gonzalez. 73rd minute, Pittsburgh and Louisville City still scoreless. And on the far side, Brian Ownby wins the foul as he's jostling with Kelly Rosales. And we've got two substitutions coming for Pittsburgh as Kembo Kibato and Marcus Epps are both going to come on for Pittsburgh. And Russell Ciceroni and Albert Dequa are going to come off as Ciceroni is brought off first. Not as effective as he normally is, Casey. 
but still a little bit of a thorn in the side of whoever they play against. And it's actually Dixon, not Dequa, who will be coming off. So those substitutions brought to you by MHS Global. It's Kibato on for Pittsburgh as well as, well, we've got an incorrect substitution here. I will correct that. Casey, go ahead. <laughs> Russell Cicerone's impact on the game. I mean, I think, yes, normally we see him in more of a central role or higher up the field, but I think he did a really nice job on the wing at attacking the defender, at getting in around the sides. So I think even though it wasn't the impact he might have wanted to have, I think he did overall a really good job of contributing to the attack. He was able to also support Dequa really well as well. And I, I think I have the substitutes for you. It's Edward uh, Kizza. Ah, okay. Came in number 17. Okay, Kizza on number 17 for Pittsburgh, and we will try to keep those updated for you as we approach the 75th minute. And a reminder to head to Twitter to vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match poll. It is going to be open for 10 minutes. Just go on to Twitter. You can go to at FC, or if you're old school, you can type it all in, twitter.com slash FC. Do you have a vote, Casey? It's been hard here in, uh, through 75 minutes of scoreless, just not a whole lot to, to really go on. I know it's, it's, been, it's a tough one to decide because there hasn't been one player that has particularly stood out to me as having the most impact in this match. And so I'm not sure if right this very minute I can name a player of the match so far. I think there's a couple that have thrown their name in the hat, but I don't think anybody's performance has really just stood out to me. Luis Argudo on for Pittsburgh as well. That substitution brought to you by MHS Global. I would agree, Casey. I mean, uh, maybe Sean Tosh. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, Winder's come on and done well yeah, too, I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe Amadou Dia. Amadou uh, Dia is done tough. well. I mean, it's, it, tough. It, it's tough, and I think Tyler Gibson has done well. He's positioned himself nicely, but I don't think any player has – stood out to where I'm like, yes, they are the man of the match like I ha like there has been previously. Well, play is obviously still going here, but not a whole lot to report. 76th minute headed into the 77th. We'll get you your options soon uh, for the player of the match voting as Louisville City trying to find a way through here as we enter the final quarter of an hour of this game. I'll give you another one of these uh, runs for the season, Casey. When they are tied through 75 minutes, Louisville City is two wins, one loss, and four draws this season. So a lot of work to be done for the squad here in the final 15 minutes. And we are going to give you now the man of the match choices. Winder, Dia, Tosh are your choices. I'm going to say Dia. I'll go Dia just because he's played the full game. Well, I think Dia has done a really good job of getting up and down. I think out of the three, I would say I think he has made the most impact on the game. His services also have been really, really nice. But it's funny, the three players that we, uh, we named. There you go. Look at that. I love that. Uh, we're on the same wavelength, I guess. Maybe we just... Maybe we know ball. Maybe we know the game. Uh, Might have a general idea or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe. As Mertz gets into possession here on the near side, trying to carry it through multiple Louisville City defenders. He did well to find some space, but it was knocked away from him. And now it's back with Peters. Peters looking around at his options, plays it back to Forbes. Forbes looking around, gives it off now to Mikael Williams as Louisville City did well to scramble, defend, and force Pittsburgh to have to keep doing its uh, work through the midfield instead of really get out on the counter. 
Ball played down on that right side. Good defending from Amadou Dia. A physical battle with Kelly Rosales, who takes out the corner flag as he's fighting with Dia, but it's just going to run out for a goal kick. Incredible defending from Amadou Dia. He puts himself right in between Kelly's and the ball, and he does not allow Kelly to be able to get in behind there. It's really good defending, very patient defending, and very smart defending from Amadou Dia. And it was good defending from Oscar Jimenez to come back and stop Mertz from his breakthrough there earlier as well as we are into the 79th minute now scoreless goal kick coming for Kyle Morton right-footed delivery well past midfield but it's going to run out for a throw on the far side as it continues to get cooler and cooler in Pittsburgh it is just about I heard it the other day Casey pre-fall it's not oh, quite pre- fall okay. yet, but it's pre-fall. It's not, it doesn't feel like summer anymore, <laughs> and it doesn't feel like fall yet as Pittsburgh now down that right side. This is Dequa, plays a low ball in. He had Mertz arriving late, but Kyle Morton able to claim it before anybody else can get a touch on it. That is one of my favorite types of services is that low-driven ball right behind the back line where it forces the keeper to have to decide to come out, and really all it takes is your teammate running on and getting a tap in. Very nice ball played in, but no one was there to help him out on that pass ball is knocked away and it's going to be a free kick right it looked like it was going to be a corner but the referee calls it back for where the foul was so Oscar Jimenez trotting over he is going to have an opportunity in the 80th minute for a fifth third free kick Amadou Dia was with him here Louisville City has five bodies forward on the edge of the area Jimenez with Dia Jimenez looking at it with his right foot Dia with his left foot and the referee still having to make sure that the negotiations are complete. Now Jimenez whips it in right foot, headed on, and it's right at the goalkeeper. It was Wilson Harris in the area for Louisville City. A nice service in there from Oscar Jimenez. It goes right to Wilson Harris, and Wilson Harris makes good contact on the ball. He just doesn't place it around weight there, and it's an easy pickup for weight. But I like that look. It's one of the first looks on target that Lou City has had. Long ball played out by the goalkeeper. It's bouncing, and Tequa in a battle for it, trying to get to it. A great job by Sean Tosh to climb up and over Dequa and Kizza were both in the area to nod it back to Kyle Morton, who could pick it up because it was a header. Wonderful defending there from Tosh. That was a really, really nice play from Sean Tosh and great awareness from Sean Tosh as well to understand where he is on the field, where the attacking players are, and then to be able to go up and win that cleanly and head it back to safety is a really difficult thing to do and is very nicely done. Louisville City trying to work through possession here in the attacking third, and then Paolo Del Piccolo knocks down Dequa. And Paolo Del Piccolo is furious that Dequa has gone down. He's going to get a yellow card presented by World of Beer as he clips Dequa from behind. Let's look at the replay there. Just coming back, and yeah, I think he got him pretty well. Yeah, he definitely gets the trailing leg of Dequa here. Dequa sees the pressure. He kind of leaves that foot hanging just ever so slightly, and so it clips Paolo Del Piccolo. It is a foul, and it is a yellow card. It's the right decision. Paolo Del Piccolo, though, just has to make sure he can manage his emotions now because now he definitely has to watch how he reacts to the calls because the ref is definitely going to keep his eye on him because of the way that he has been reacting to the calls so far in the game, especially now being on a yellow card. The last thing he can can do and needs to do is to get a second yellow. Dangerous 15 or 10 or 15 minutes to go here, depending on stoppage time, because Winder's on a yellow. 
Gonzalez and Jimenez are on yellows, and now Del Piccolo also on a yellow. Del Piccolo tries to turn and play left-footed ball ahead looking for Wilson Harris, but it was cut out by Mikel Williams. A dangerous moment, though, as Williams' pass was too heavy, and Ordonez had to stick a 50-50 challenge in on Ownby, who goes hurtling over him, and Ordonez holds on to it. Now Dequa trying to dribble through traffic, has the ball taken away from him by Gibson. Gibson near midfield, shifts it out to the right. Here comes Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez has to cut off, though, and turn back around as he was challenged by Argudo. And now Argudo and Kizzo challenging Louisville City to have to get rid of it quickly. Jimenez trying to play it down the right flank, and it's out of bounds. And Oscar just has to get that ball in because he has race around on race around his acres of space in front of him to be able to run onto that. So Jimenez has to make sure he gets his hips around it a little bit more and keeps that one in play. Throw in for Pittsburgh ends up bounced around. Now Louisville City through Ownby trying to shift it out to the right side. Chasing it down hard as Jorge Gonzalez tries to whip a ball in near post. He had Wilson Harris and Harris may have gotten a couple of hairs on it but nothing more and it ran long. Now Amadou Dia down this left side. Good hustle play. Plays it into the edge of the area. Ownby goes down. No shouts for a penalty though. I think he just lost his balance. Here comes Dequa. This thing has opened up all of a sudden real quick. Out on the left side. Plays it ahead to Argudo. Cut off by Jimenez 83rd minute 35 yards from goal plays it out to the left side what a battle between Sean Tosh and Dequa and Sean Tosh wins the foul I believe is the call here as Louisville City will get a fifth third free kick and this game definitely opened up. I feel like it's what we've been waiting for this entire match is for the game to open up like this. Really good back and forth action. I think Lou City, Wilson Harris just barely missing that ball. It was a nice service in from Jorge Gonzalez. Just got underneath it a little bit too much. And then on the flip side, Sean Tosh making an incredible defensive battle there with Dequa to keep him locked out. As we restart play, fifth, third, free kick, 84th minute, still scoreless between these two teams here on ESPN Louisville. Louisville City on the road tonight at Pittsburgh. Final few minutes of this one. Do either team, does either team have anything in it for a winner tonight? We will find out here. Pittsburgh in possession right near midfield, brought back down and collected by Kelly Rosales, giving it off to Ordonez, and they'll reset their entire team here in possession as the ball rolls all the way back to the goalkeeper, Waite. Waite out to the left side, now Peters, met by Serrano, and gives it off to Griffin, who shifts the ball forward. It's a good ball. Forbes trying to chase it down, but Tosh beats him to it, and then Tosh gets a touch in, trying to shake Forbes. He's going to play it back to Morton. A scary moment, though, because there were two Pittsburgh players in the area, so Morton has to pop it up. All the way out near midfield now, Gonzalez nods it down, looking for Harris. Header one, though, by Mikel Williams, knocked all the way back, and Tosh with a heavy challenge, no call. He took down Kizza, and Pittsburgh's bench wanted a foul there, nothing called. As Tosh, Casey, high elbows there, a little shaky moment for the veteran defender. You know what? I think Sean Tosh is very lucky that that was not a foul there because he definitely made quite a bit of contact in the back of Dequa there. So I think the Pittsburgh bench has every right to be a little bit upset at that one. On the near side left, and it is 4-1 now at the end of the uh, North Carolina Louisville racing Louisville game. And well, we'll just move on. 86th minute, Louisville City still scoreless here with Pittsburgh. As Pittsburgh in possession, both teams still looking for a goal, Casey. It doesn't feel like they're taking the air out of the tires. I think both teams want to go for a winner. Yeah, it doesn't seem like either team 
wants the tie here. They're both pushing forward. They're both trying to get the opportunities. And I think because both teams are beginning to push forward a little bit more, that's what's allowed this game to open up more. Louisville City now with a chance to open things up on the left side through Del Piccolo. Good ball into Wilson Harris, but he couldn't quite get the settle out from under his feet, and he gave it away, but only a clearance from Pittsburgh. Now Amadou Dia down the left side. Plays it into Omi. Good one-two combination into the area. Dia tries to rifle across into the back post. He had Serrano, but well done by Jamali Waite, the goalkeeper for Pittsburgh, to slide down to his left and collect the ball as we have a winner in the man of the match voting. The Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training man of the match tonight is Sean Tosh, who has done well defensively, especially the last few minutes. He's really imposed himself on the game. He's done extremely well, but I think this also sets us up for a great opportunity to give us our Toyota move of the match. And I'm going to have to give it to that most recent play there with Amadou Dia. He makes a great run down the sideline, then the combination play with Brian Ombi, and then he continues on, is able to get on the end of it and send a nice service in. That's going to be our Toyota move of the match. Toyota, let's go places. It was a really cagey game tonight and it is still so but it has opened up a lot more in the last few minutes. Oscar Jimenez trying to bring down a ball in the area it bounced off of him and ended up with Kizza and a very dangerous moment there as Pittsburgh almost able to find a way through with Edward Kizza after Jimenez had the bad touch but instead it's knocked out for a throw as Mark Ibarra is going to come on for Robbie Mertz here in the 87th minute and that change brought to you by MHS Global as Pittsburgh still making moves. Louisville City does still have options on the bench. Although I don't know if they've used up, have they used up all the windows? At no, this they, they have, have one, one left. They have used three substitutes. And so it's just, I, I understand Danny Cruz not wanting to jump the gun on the substitute yet and maybe hold off and see what his team needs in these final few minutes. And we have another goal in the North Carolina game. It's 5-1. North Carolina and Louisville City, or excuse me, racing Louisville as Pittsburgh and Louisville City knotted up at zero apiece. 88th minute, Oscar Jimenez on the throw, gives it off now to Tyler Gibson. Gibson ahead to Serrano, poked ahead, and all the way back to Ordonez, who plays it now back to Waite on the edge of his area. Waite with the ball at his feet, trying to figure out where he wants to go with it, plays it long to the far side, left to Argudo right in front of Danny Cruz and Bob Lilly on the sideline dugouts. This is Peters right at midfield, looking at his options, back to Mikel Williams. 89th minute now here, still scoreless between these two teams. Is there a winner now in what would surely be the late moments of this game? And it's going to require something special. Pittsburgh has not attempted a shot in 35 minutes of this game. Down on the near side now, Kizza challenged by Sean Tosh and a foul called as the ball got caught up in Kizza's feet and Tosh knocked him over. A free kick coming about 35 yards from frame. It's going to be off to Kyle Morton's right at an angle of about 45 degrees off the edge of the 18-yard box. A little bit of a silly foul there from Sean Tosh. He's, he's got the... Pittsburgh player going away from the goal with his back to goal, going backwards. That's where you just have to continue to push them back that way and allow your team to come in and kind of swarm around them, not allowing that player to play out of that pressure. But when you foul here, you turn it over and you give the opportunity for a great set piece. Set piece delivery in is high, and it's collected by Kyle Morton. Morton slowing things down here in the 90th minute, right at the penalty spot, has the ball in his hands. And an opportunity here to kick with his right foot it's going to be 
a punt from Morton as Pittsburgh starting to get antsy, get forward and bother him a little bit. It's knocked down, ended up with Dequa. Ball played forward by Forbes, and it's going to be a battle here between Kizza and Tosh. He's brought down by Tosh, no call. Tosh deemed to have won the ball first. And Melvin Rivas has been busy tonight, but no busier than he has been in the past few minutes as it's really gotten kind of cagey here. Final few minutes. We'll see what the stoppage time is. Casey, any predictions? I imagine it'll be about two to three minutes. There haven't been a whole lot of stoppages so far in this match, but there have been a few substitutes. So I can imagine it wouldn't be any more than three minutes, in my opinion. Now, again, I could be completely wrong. Out on the right-hand side, and it is going to be four There we go, four minutes. minutes. I was completely wrong. Go. Stoppage time presented by Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Four minutes added on, and we're already into the first one here. And it's, uh, it's going to be an opportunity for Pittsburgh on the far side, a corner coming as Canardo uh, Forbes will go over to take it right-footed. And a chance here for him to play something in. He's got five bodies in the area and will have to deliver it with not much room in that corner. It's tough on these corner kicks and throw-ins. Plays it in near post, headed down by Pittsburgh, Louisville City. It ends up with Pittsburgh on the edge of the area and all the way back now to the goalkeeper. He's about 30 yards in front of his own goal as uh, they will have to restart down that right side. Argudo trying to chase it down. It ends up at the end line, plays a ball back diagonally, cut out though by Del Piccolo on the edge of the area and booted clear by Louisville City. Pittsburgh seeming more and more hungry to get a goal here on their home field. They've been so good at Highmark Stadium. Now there's a steal on the far side. Trying to get something into the area. It's Argudo giving it off to Kelly Rosales. Thought about a cross but couldn't get it out from under his feet. Argudo tries a cross and it was blocked. And it's going to be another corner kick coming for Pittsburgh on the far side as we are in the second minute now of added time. And Forbes walking over to take it. They've now got six bodies in the box, Pittsburgh does, and Louisville City all the way back to defend. And Kyle Morton just trying to lift his players up. He's trying to get the energy high, get them to continue to keep fighting in this one. And then he took a corner that uh, he'll want back. He slipped, and the ball ran long. There's a substitution made here, Casey, that I did not catch. It's coming up now, and it's actually going to be a pretty cool opportunity. Elijah Winder coming on for Jorge Gonzalez, and Elijah and Josh Winder are going to be playing together. That's what I say. That's so cool that they're going to be able to be on the field together for Lou City. Has that happened before? I don't think it has, I Casey. don't think it has. That's why I think this is a pretty big moment for the brothers to be out there together. What a cool moment. The Louisville natives, Josh Winder, the 17-year-old, already coming on. He has been sensational this season, coming back from injury in time to make the 18 and play tonight. He came on in the 21st minute, and then his brother, Elijah Winder, scored his first professional goal for Louisville City just last weekend. The guy, the first guy to ever sign with the Lou City Academy a few years ago has now been a regular the last couple of weeks, coming on as a substitute, made his first start on Wednesday night. A dangerous moment, though, for his brother as the ball ran long and Kizza battling hard with Winder just on the edge of the area miscommunication between Morton and Winder allowed Kizza to get a shot away, but Morton was more than aware of what was coming, and he nodded it down. On 
Josh Winder just a little bit shaky there on his shielding, and that comes also with not playing quite a bit. Kizza was applying a whole lot of pressure and was doing a very good job of pressing the ball there, but very good awareness, though, from Kyle Morton to recognize that this was going to be a shaky moment to make himself big and not allow that to really turn into something as dangerous as it could have. On the far side left, final 30 seconds of what was allotted of four minutes of stoppage time. Amadou Dia takes the throw, chested down by Wilson Harris, but Harris lost it. And it's more and more appearing that this is going to end up a nil-nil draw. And uh, Louisville City maybe will get one more chance, but no, Brian Ownby whistled for the foul 30 yards from goal. Well, Casey, there hasn't been a slip in attention span from Louisville City, so that's a good thing. That's a positive. That's a positive. They'll be happy with the clean sheet. It would be Kyle Morton's 12th here, barring a miracle on this long set piece from Jamali Waite, which is about 20 yards into the defensive half for Pittsburgh. He does play it long. We'll see if Pittsburgh can get one touch on it and maybe make something happen. It's a poke through by Argudo, and I think that's how this thing is going to end. It is. The final whistle blows. Pittsburgh nothing. Louisville City nothing. The full-time score presented by Gorski Law Office, an official partner of Louisville FC. And how about this, Casey? That game was a Mortensen Family Dental clean sheet. A clean game calls for a clean smile. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we will get fully into Casey's thoughts on a nothing-nothing draw between Louisville City and the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota RAV4. It's the best-selling SUV in America. It's incredibly versatile. The electrified RAV4 Hybrid delivers 219 horsepower and the best resale value in its class. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 40 MPG, this RAV4 Hybrid could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Imagine your bright career when you join the UofL health team. Now, imagine receiving free tuition to the University of Louisville. At UofL Health, we believe in investing in you and the power of education. So now, your UofL Health family has college tuition covered for all employees and their families. Just imagine the possibilities. For details, visit uoflhealth.org imagine. That's the power of you. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, rowdiest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not... <clears throat> and when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LG&E, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Postmatch Show. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. 
Back here for the post-game show, Jeff Greer alongside Casey Whitfield. And this post-game wrap-up is brought to you by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to always play it safe behind the wheel. Buckle up and put your phone down. Be safe, Kentucky. Well, Casey, nothing doing tonight. Not really much to report. If you're an XG-type person, you'll say, well, I don't see how it could have been anything like it says it was. 1.4 for Pittsburgh. I think maybe that's a stretch. I don't know. I don't want to argue with the computer. And then uh, 0.26 for Louisville City. But here's some numbers, or at least some factoids for you, Casey. Uh, Louisville City now is the first team this season to get 14 clean sheets in 29 games. And that was number 12 of the year for Kyle Morton. You remember Danny Fondes had two of them back earlier this season as the uh, sub-in for Morton when Morton was dealing with a concussion. And now Louisville City unbeaten in its last three games. One win, two draws. Uh, their last unbeaten streak, of course, was a run of 10 games. So uh, a couple little factoids there to try to spice up what was an otherwise drab affair of nothing-nothing with a lot of physicality and intensity, but not really much else. Yeah, it, it was, a like you said, a very physical game. There was a lot of emotions going on in that game, but there wasn't really a whole lot of much else going on. It was two teams really putting on display their defensive capabilities, their defensive shape, their pressure that they're able to do. And it, it led to both teams not really being able to generate a whole lot of offense. I think Lou City did grow in this game. They got better throughout the game, but still a few shaky moments there in the second half where they left Kyle Morton a bit exposed and their goal a bit exposed. I think they're a little fortunate that maybe one of those didn't slip in, and I think that's where that 1.4 comes in because there was about three chances there where it was almost an open net or they had a clear chance you know, on target. So... I think that's where the 1.4 comes from. But overall, I think Lou City is going to be pleased to leave Pittsburgh with the with the draw, with a point, because it's a tough place to play in. They didn't. The calls didn't always go their way. They didn't. Be, they weren't able to play the possession they wanted to play, and they didn't really generate that many attacking opportunities. So I think to be able to leave with a point is a, is a positive. Yeah, a tough place to play, like you said, Casey. Pittsburgh has been really good at home. Not just this year. Historically, have been tough, but they improved to 8-2-4 and four at Highmark Stadium, and they are still on course to host a playoff game and feel like a team that very much could be uh, on the playoff docket Absolutely. for Louisville City. If Absolutely. it is a 1-4 game or if Pittsburgh moves up to be a top two or top three seed on the bottom of that bracket, I would not at all be surprised if we saw them in the Eastern Conference Final, assuming Louisville City gets there, which I hate to sound arrogant, but I, I feel like seven years, seven Eastern Conference Finals, it's not that crazy to say, hey, maybe it'll be eight out of eight. Well, especially if we're <laughs> able to play those matches at Lynn Family Stadium yes. in front of the wonderful fans and the energy that they're able to bring to the players and help out the players, you got to imagine if that can happen, then it, there's a pretty good chance of it. And anything can happen. Well, exactly. Louisville City improves to 18-5 and 6. They are now on 60 points for the season, 8-4 and 5 away from home. And most importantly, Casey, I know we've talked about this quite a bit, just probably happy to be done with the five games in 15 days. They will get a full week of preparation before hosting next weekend. On the 17th, a good game against Loudoun United. They'll feel like they can get three points in that game, but then it gets really tough 
the next run of games after that with Memphis 901, Rio Grande Valley, and Detroit City. That's going to be a lit game on October 5th. Detroit City very much in the playoff hunt, and it's become a little bit of a rival for Louisville City. But let's take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get Casey's parting thoughts on tonight's proceedings and looking ahead to the rest of this campaign. You're listening to the Louisville City post-game wrap-up show right here on ESPN Louisville. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Hey, I'm a coroner. It can be a tough job, but you know what makes it even tougher? Seeing people senselessly die because they didn't bother to use their seatbelts or senselessly die because they got distracted by their phone. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Because by the time I see you, it's too late. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. This new Toyota Tundra is amazing. It's rugged and capable. Designed, engineered, and built right here in the USA. And Tundra is more powerful and more fuel efficient. The iForce Max hybrid powertrain delivers 437 horsepower. And with a multi-terrain select, no matter what the conditions are, it automatically adjusts the engine throttle and traction. Well, the crawl control modulates the throttle and brakes. When we say you can go anywhere and do anything... Tundra really means it. Yeah. Toyota. Let's go places. Nance and Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nance and Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nanceandcraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nance and Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Well, we're back here on the post-game wrap-up show. Louisville City 0, Pittsburgh 0, and it is going to be uh, a welcome now spell of relaxation, at least for uh, about 48 hours for the Louisville City players, and they will have to um, come out of this hoping that just everybody's healthy. Wes Sharpie coming off in the 21st minute with what appeared to be a muscle problem of some kind. Uh, Hopefully it was just precautionary. Uh, Also, what appeared to be a head injury of some kind for for Manny Perez. We'll see uh, where he is on that uh, coming out of this one. A chance to play a couple of guys uh, to get them on the field uh, and rotate a little bit. Casey, all of those things are positives. But ultimately, I think Danny Cruz is probably going to come into these final uh, five games. He's got four of them at home to really hope that his team can click back in to what they were on those two long unbeaten streaks that they've had this season. 100%. This road test that they've had proved to be a grueling one, and I think they're going to be very happy that it's over, and now they can kind of have a few days to recover and then really set their sights on these last five matches and what they're going to do to not only get results in those matches, but to really sharpen up before the playoffs because we know that we're going to the playoffs, so we just don't know where we're going to sit in the playoffs. Hopefully it's first, but 
these next five games are going to be a great opportunity for them to not only get to play at home, but to begin to sharpen up, prepare, get mentally focused and mentally ready for the playoffs. Well, it is going to be uh, a fascinating final few games here as Louisville City tries to get into that postseason spirit. Uh, one last thing. Do you, uh, are you uh, pro or anti um, getting a bye in the playoffs? Do you, want it, do you want your team playing all the way through the playoffs? Are you worried about a team that's got a little bit of a lather from the previous weekend coming in, or, or do you earn that chance to have the week off and get right? See, I think it depends. I think it depends on how your team is doing and it injury-wise and whatnot. I can see positives either way. The positive for getting to play is you get to stay sharp, you get to stay fresh, and you get to kind of carry that through. The positive of having it off is you get to rest a little bit. You get to allow players some time off to mentally recover from the grueling season and then mentally prepare for the playoffs. And so I honestly think I would want to have a bye just because of the mental preparation, because this season is a long yes, season. four games. And it takes a toll on you, not only physically, but mentally as well. And so to be able to have that time to recover, to rejuvenate, and then come back all in, completely buy into the playoffs, I think would be the way I would want to do it. But I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it really just depends on how your team's playing. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. It, yeah, I totally agree. It, it's it's more of a vibe thing than anything Yeah, if else. your so team's playing well, then yeah. you might want a little bit of a break or whatever. But if your team's not, then you need another match to kind of sharpen up to continue to push through. Yeah. Well, either way, Louisville City pretty comfortably uh, in first place. We'll see what uh, what happens with Memphis 9-0-1 and Tampa Bay Rowdies because if they get a win, they will be even on games again with Louisville City and then be within two and three points respectively of the top place team in the Eastern Conference. As it currently stands, San Antonio is going to take a three-point lead on Louisville City to be the best record in the entire league as they are currently beating uh, San Diego Loyal nothing in the first half of that one. Well, we won't blather any longer. It's over for tonight. Uh, for my friend Casey Whitfield, I'm Jeff Greer. This postgame wrap-up is brought to you by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to always play it safe behind the wheel. Buckle up and put your phone down. Be safe, Kentucky. Again, the final score, Louisville City nothing, Pittsburgh nothing on the road in the Steel City. Louisville City back in action next weekend against Loudoun United, 7.30. The pregame show will be at 7.15 right here on ESPN Louisville and Remember, you can always listen to Soccer City Radio Thursday nights on ESPN 680 and 105.7 at 6 o'clock. See you later, everybody. Have a great rest of your weekend. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. 
Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions, from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. At UofL Health Urgent Care Plus, the plus makes all the difference. You get convenient, world-renowned care that's backed by a network of academic expertise. Less wait time, plus more advanced technology. Compassionate care, plus no appointment necessary. It all adds up to a smart choice for the best care close by. So don't put your health on hold. That's the power of you. Visit uoflhealth.org. Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in! Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racinglufc.com. 